Part 4. The Mysteries of the Avium yeah. Welcome, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart, episode 20. Frick, I had it pulled up, and then I immediately forgot. God damn it, one of these days. 23! There we go, episode 23. We are, uh, well, well, I guess we're... Getting pretty far into the 20s now. Might catch up with my age eventually, which would be interesting. Uh, and also, yeah, we're the second longest running show on this channel right now, which is pretty freaking cool. Ended in a, in a bit of a cliffhanger last week, but we'll get to that in a little, or excuse me, two weeks ago. But we'll get to that in a little bit because I want to talk to Miss Simply Jackson about one thing and one thing in particular. How is Rust RP? Tell me about it. You've been doing it for like a week now. It looks fun. I watched you build your house. That was cool. And d d d please expound. Uh, Rust RP is fun. I have role played in other video games before, like Ark. Well, mostly just an Ark. Uh, but uh, Goobers, you know, is running the server and stuff, and it's just ridiculous. There's like a whole bunch of rules, and they've like mapped off. Um, pvp to be held in certain areas there's a whole like war and war waging system and all sorts of stuff so it's not just like running around killing each other and then trying to role play through it kind of thing sure uh but it's really fun and uh my character's name is birdie and is like deathly afraid of chickens and even to the point of fainting it had a faint in that game is you have to just log out and your character falls asleep <laughs> and you just kind of hope whatever is happening when you're asleep is happening and you like log back in and you're just like what happened you know uh but yeah it's it's fun and they have a, a weekly dodge rock tournament that's going to happen this saturday um i will not be back from work to be able to stream it or host it but there'll be plenty of people who are like on the server who'll be what what streaming is dodge, dodge rock it's literally dodgeball but with rocks. Oh, okay, but they yeah. throw rocks yeah gotcha okay and it's a I... tournament for like nations to prove their like power sure. kind yeah. of thing so it's yeah. really funny it's the olympics of rust pretty much yeah because like awesome. he's he's sanctioned off to like divisions of the map to being different nations and stuff and we all like work together or you know we don't want to or whatever so very cool but yeah i can dig it yeah. i thought dodge rock was a type of music and i feels like how do they do that that's kind of cool <laughs> but dodge rock as dodgeball makes way more sense to me now yeah yeah, yeah. like instead nice. of prog rock it's just there's no beat mm -hmm. instead of progressive beat stuff it's it's great sure. yeah great. wow crazy <laughs> but the second the second part of that was you've also been playing i believe it's hades right that's the one yes. that's the yeah which is done by the same guys who did transistor and uh oh, bastion. Freaking bastion yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It's uh, and the lesser lesser known pyre, which is actually one of my favorite ones out of that because I liked reading it. I liked reading the story, but yeah, yeah they're fantastic. So, but I haven't played Hades yet. So please, how was uh, that? Definitely do if you like mythology or Greek mythology mm -hmm. in any way. Definitely do. There's so much humor based on the downfall because pretty much all of Greek mythology is about failure and downfall and like punishment for that and stuff like that and. Mm. Uh, it's it's really funny. The artwork is stunning. Um, I think you're running Gen Z did the artwork. She's pretty cool. And then uh, Darren Korb did the music. 
always. He's did so all the good. music. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> he also voice acts the voice acts the main character Zagreus, and then okay. and he has kind of a Australian accent, I think. And then he also voice acts another character you meet often called Scully, who's very like Bronx, New York. And it's really funny to have those two characters talking and realize it's the sure. same person doing both the voices. It's really, it's crazy. But it's so worth it. It's, it was like, I think it's $20 right now. And yeah, it was on sale Steam. for the Steam Summer Sale. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's so much content already, and it's still early access. So I think their 1.0 version is coming out like later this month or nice. like soon, very soon, cool. soon. So very, very cool. I'm really interested in what's going to be added. Like, it doesn't feel like there yeah. could be anything else added because it feels like a really complete game already. So it's it's been running around in my my like wish list for a while since they had it enter early access. So mm -hmm. I've just kind of been on the edges watching that because that studio is so good. There's, yeah. there's such a small team, but they put out such great games. That yeah, like... if you like roguelites in any in any fashion and if you like the story that you had with like Transistor and Bastion, oh, excuse me, and Bastion and stuff, go for it because like it's so worth the it's so worth the time spent in the game everything changes like every boss fight you complete it you go back something changes like every single time so it's hmm. always evolving and stuff which is cool so very nice very yeah. cool well it's good to have you here this week uh yeah. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff um i was down there so we're gonna go across the other side on the on the bottom and we're, we're gonna talk to may a little bit may how have you been? You got to play Dungeons & Dragons yesterday where you yeah. played not your own character. Uh, and you, you said it was it had been how long since you had played? It was like my one big IRL group. So like we hadn't been together since February and we decided to do something online. And it's a big group. There's eight of us, not including oh, wow. the DM. Yeah. Uh, it was one of our warlocks. He's not the usual DM. Uh, he decided to try DMing. So he was uh, took our kind of characters since we already had, and we did a one shot, kind of like a non-canon kind of thing. And it was a team building obstacle course, which <laughs> our team isn't very coordinated. Uh, oh, good, oh good. <laughs> so things probably went as well as one could expect. But halfway <laughs> through, yeah, we, we got through it and then we woke up and we basically had to do it again, like groundhog style, but like, the stakes oh were raised and we were in different characters bodies so like and i was also playing carson's character as well who i hadn't played before <laughs> so i was playing mine who i hadn't played since february carson so i'd never played and then i got switched and was playing two different characters but it was still fun wow <laughs> nice very cool very cool and i think every time you mention that there's eight people playing in that game i have like a minor panic attack because i've only ever had that many players once and it was like it's I'm in very two, stressful. Two and the right fact now. that they that they just do that, they just have that many people is so brave and like one day I want to be a good enough DM to actually handle that kind of situation. It seems like a whole heck of a lot, man, you know. You know, other than that, how have you been? What's up? What's new? Anything new in the life of May? Not too much. We've been getting lots of raspberries in the garden. So oh, we've been nice. like getting fresh raspberries every day. So that's pretty tasty. That's good. But other than that, nothing else going on. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that uh, uh, quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Um, Miss Malaveth, I have uh, been noting you are releasing coloring book pages of Buff Orc Woman, which is I I dig that. That's that's pretty good. And then you subtly changed her expression. I like the second expression better. I think. I've She's more like changed it three times. You've done it again. <laughs> 
Oh no, my god! There was one in between. Oh. It just got forgotten. It's fine. Oh, no. I only saw the two. I saw because I saw the first one, and then the second one came up on my feet, and I was like, or I guess the third one came up on my feet, and I was like, oh wow, she looks like heckin' tough in that third one, and I'm like, that's that's the vibe. I need that one. That's her. It's, it's a good vibe. It's, the, you've also been reworking all of your emotes. Did yeah. you did you get through all of them? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm you have gonna, quite though, a few. This time for sure. I tried redoing them in 2018. I got a couple mm. done. I never finished. But this time we're gonna finish them. The whole revamp. All Man, of them. That is there's more slots ambitious. now too. So you gotta oh. like do all yeah, the Yeah, so you gotta fill all the slots now and yeah. do the whole thing and in chat now, not Janet putting all of them up right now. Yeah, there it is. Wow. So many. The knife one uh, freaks me out a little bit. It's very, uh, it's aggressive. I gotta make so, the knife bigger, I think. I think, so, yeah. Yeah, make it bigger than the head. Bigger than That's, before. Yeah, just very much larger. <laughs> She's gonna have like big knife. one big eyeball knife. in the corner and a knife. Just <laughs> a big knife. Yeah. <laughs> goodness gracious. Oh. So what else, anything else new in the in the life of Malaveth? I walked to the mailbox twice this week. Okay, good. That I have exciting. not walked to my mailbox. I should probably do that. That's good though. No Getting mail. some outside time. <laughs> no mail, but some outside time, right? Yep. That's, yeah. Outside yeah. air is good. Tastes nice. Yep, that's about it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm not gonna argue with that. Of course. <clears throat> Moving on to bonus stage drop. Before we get more taste testing of, of air, I guess. That's Rob, uh, you and I have been on a, a recent adventure uh, in Raft, which has been fantastic. That was probably the most fun I've had in a game in a very, very long time. It's very good. So Rob, Rob, please ex expound for for the for the chat here. Uh, what is Raft, and what did we do? Uh, Raft is a lovely little game. It's an early access, and you you you're you're on a raft. And that's uh -huh. it. <laughs> that's <laughs> <No>. it. <laughs> you're on a raft. No, you um, it's cool. You you kind of just start with like a little two by two raft on the water, uh, a hook that'll help you hook in like uh, salvage stuff to build more onto your raft, and a dream, and it then eventually dream. you can find radio signals and stuff, and then you could find coordinates to a world that was. Uh, yeah. it's basically water world and like the the apocalypse happened and like we're all just trying to figure out what me and joel were like whoa there were humans here once what happened here so it was good yeah we did um, we did some surviving and then some not so and surviving. some not surviving yeah, some not was, so there was surviving. not so surviving involved we died to a very large bear <laughs> a couple the only of very large bears <laughs> only time both of us have died though in the entire thing and it that's was the true. final island that's in the game so far. That's that's accurate. Yeah, I'm I'm super stoked for more of that. And then me too. I started another solo game. Oh, good! Wow, it's it's really. I have a problem. Like, it's super good though. It's so like cathartic to just build your raft. I needed to take an hour break from work, and two and a half hours later, I stopped playing. I don't know what <laughs> happens, man. <laughs> it just happens, dude. Yeah, man. You just I feel build. that. I feel that a lot. Yeah, it's good. 
And then you, uh, are you going to keep playing the uh, the SpongeBob game? The Battle for Bikini yeah, Bottom remake? Really yeah, it's fun. It looked fun, man. <laughs> it was, like, so fun. Uh, it's, like, just Super Mario 64, but SpongeBob. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> it's very good. I, I, I did play... Like at my friend's house, like the PS2 version. Or Literally whatever, never ago. played this game. And it's just one of those games that people have always talked about. It, and it, then like people were like joking, like, oh, you remaster Battle for Bikini Bottom. And then they were like, well, actually. But really, uh, we're going to yeah. do this. And, dude, just looking at the leap that we've made, like graphically between when that was released on the like PS2 and now. And they did a great job. Oh, it was yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> like, Oh man, graphical oh, leaps are neat. I mean, I started playing better. Pokemon Crystal in my quest to not play the new game for some reason. Uh, literally, could just buy the new game and play that. But I'm like, nah, Gen two now. Mm. Uh, the leap from Gen one to Gen two was like, oh my god, like these don't look like pile of shit sprites anymore, and they actually <laughs> look like Pokemon. That's my biggest thing is like I never played any outside of that, so I've only ever known the oh, like man. monochrome coloring of a Game Boy Color Red version. Of like a like, vaguely a Squirtle. Like yeah. It's uh -huh. just, hey, that might be what a Squirtle looks like, but yeah, potentially. Yeah. So yeah, I'm playing Pokemon Crystal, and my reignition has happened. I have been playing Animal Crossing every day for seven days officially. Whoa. Yeah. After not playing for a month. I finally was like, wow. wait, I know what I want to do, and kept working. That's so, awesome. My beach looks yeah. fucking tight right now. And you finished all the fossils, right? I saw that post. Yeah. Nice, dude. Congrats. Yeah, I was literally Congrats. missing like two, and then this week I found Awesome, man. It Hell felt yeah. Good. Progress Blath is good. Yeah, Blathers was like, thanks, dude, and didn't give me anything. Excellent. Excellent, man. Anything else you want to you want to share at the top of the show here before we we try to do a little a little recap, maybe a little dungeon and dungeoning? This is my first time playing a cleric. Mm -hmm. I just had a shield of faith moment, Joel. Oh, what did uh, you learn? For those of you not in the know, the shield of faith moment refers to when I played a paladin for the first time, and it took me I don't know what fifty sessions to realize it was a bonus action. Yes. Um, took 23, did we say, sessions? 23 today, yes. Uh, prepared uh, cleric spells mm -hmm. are not just additional spells that I can pick from. I literally have those prepared at all times. We could have been having good berries, y'all. Could have been having uh, good at berries. At all times? I at thought you all, had to pick. Literally, in addition to... I'm glad you didn't know, because what I had to reread the paragraph about three times while like the intro was running. And oh, I was just like, I'm an idiot. Class. The hole up. I got yeah, you. You got it? Okay, uh, okay, okay. Each domain has a list of spells. It's domain spells that you gain at the cleric levels noted in the domain description. Once you mm -hmm. gain a do domain spell, you always have it prepared. And it doesn't count against the number of spells you can prepare each day. So I got a lot of spells prepared right now. <laughs> I have five levels worth of sp spells prepared. Well, four levels oh worth of spells God. prepared. We'll have five. Yeah. Because of the domains. Oh I my like god, that's if excellent. We, if we survive this fight, this. like, and we level up, all of our characters can be like, oh, suddenly, hmm, I feel more knowledgeable. Suddenly. Meanwhile, the meme of like the brain with the sun inside exploding is gonna be Eli. I just know so much more now. I suddenly <laughs> so know a lot more. Yeah. Like a lot Wait, do you, more. Wait, do you also have turn undead or is that a specific to a, a domain? 
Turn Undead I get as a cleric. I I, I had that and I okay. I would have used it sure last. No, no, no. Things. <laughs> that one I didn't forget. It just okay. didn't come into play. Understood. Just yeah, because the we library was helpful. Exactly. Yeah, no, we we had yeah, the library is very helpful. Um, we we had the situation under control, but it was ready. I was ready with that, and then wow, we didn't okay. need it. Yeah, that one I knew. But now I have currently I have three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven spells prepared. That's huge. Man. I had like six before. <laughs> what a mental upgrade! Just I, wow. I really need to read. <laughs> Dude, I had no idea either. Holy crap. Okay, because I, I, yes, mechanically, I, the like we could call it flavor-wise, the library helped me, man. Yeah, sure. We, yeah, you learned college. something at the avium. You did it. Wow. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Anyway, All right. planned yeah, on, on quietly that doing that. And then I was like, nah, the world needs to know I'm a need to know. fucking loser. Nah, dude, I'm excited. <laughs> That's awesome. Because like, we're about to enter a very stressful situation here. If chat and or you guys don't remember what do you uh, mean man be before oh, we talk about that look at let's that do a little, let's do a little recapping shall we shall we let's uh let's roll that uh that 1d20 here uh where i the evil dm make someone who rolls near my 1d20 number uh recap what happened the last time in the episode so i rolled a natural 20 man things are looking up and up for me right now uh but that does that does mean <clears throat> Lucky. What happened two weeks ago? Uh, I don't. Uh, team clarification: It's been two weeks. Uh, that episode started when we woke up within the library forest thing, correct? Yeah. So you guys okay. were out uh, in one of the like magically maintained forests after you had fought the moose skeletons. Right. Right. Uh, all right. I'm mostly have to fight my Scottish accent from Birdie that I've been playing. So, <laughs> again. Uh, so we were uh, we we uh, slept in the uh, forest at the uh, the towers. They uh, spin around and whatnot, and uh, we we made sure we stayed there because we didn't get caught by uh, anybody who might be looking for us. Because somebody definitely put a note under our door saying to go to the library. And you guys remember we fought those uh, um, bone elk guys in there, uh, and then the weird Corvum like ran into the other room, and we decided to sleep in the uh, the forest. But then we. Next morning, we were like, well, I mean, nobody came for us, so I guess we're doing all right. But we went down to uh, the library. Uh, the library's uh, where we decided, we were like, well, where do we go? We talked about it for a little while. I mean, there's options. We can go to the Dina, right? We can go, we can go talk to the uh, necromancy teacher again. What are we going to do? But honestly, Eli had his hot set on going down to the library and uh, talking to uh, 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 the librarian. I forgot his name now. Mordain. Mordain. Oh, yeah, but suddenly it came to me. And, uh, <laughs> we, uh, got down there, and, uh, uh, Eli went to go distract Mordane. Uh, am I right? Is this still the right session? Am I going right? Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Eli, yeah. Eli went to distract Mordane. Uh, Lucky's not very clear on, uh, th that interaction quite yet. Uh, and, uh, we, uh, decided to kind of look along the walls of the part of the library that Mordane's always cataloging, like the deeper, darker part of the library. And, um, you know, we were sniffing around the floors and looking on the bookshelves for anything that would be, you know, you know, whatever, different or whatever. Um, and we, uh, I can't remember, but something... Oh, did we see the, uh, servitors go in the mm -hmm. back of the library? We were like, where yeah. are they going? So we followed them back then and it was suddenly gone, which was really weird. Uh, and then, um, we 
did a little investigating around the area where they lived. Uh, and then we kind of came to find out that they're, uh, actually, I think, uh, I think Pez might have remembered that maybe she had some sort of special magic item at some point. Mm. Um, but that was only after we tore the bookshelf literally off the wall, um, to look for a door, uh, and then kindly put it back. And we realized that there wasn't a door, but maybe there was a door, but it was a magic door and not an actual, like, pull it open door. So, uh, Pez magically, ding, teamed her little chime and, uh, opened the door, but then the door shut because the bookshelf was in the way, and then we got the door open, and then we went down there. Uh, and there ended up being a room with nothing in it but a table, and then another door. There's a lot of doors this last episode. Uh, and in that room, we found the actual Mordain, who we think floating in a big thing of, like, space ooze stuff. It was weird. Uh, but... We tried to get him out, no success, uh, but we did find out that the brooch-looking item that was on the door, if we wear it, it turns us into Mordain. I mean, more cleverly, I figured it out. So I'm gonna say, but, uh, but that means that Eli is implying that somebody who was up in the library was wearing the brooch. It was the same brooch that we found on the door, and that's not the room Mordain. And I don't know who the room Mordain is, but we'll figure it out. Uh, and, and then we, uh, we, uh... I forgot what called us. Oh, we ended up going down further to, uh, we went, we ended up going down further. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> we ended up going down further down the hallway and there was a, a big classroom, but there was, uh, the core of them that I saw the other day. I can't do it. The core of them that oh. I, saw, I saw the other day, um, was in you there, assumedly teaching a class to these servitors, we think. Yeah, uh, and the, yeah, the servitors, um, or the was it, were they servitors or were they skeletons? Either way, I mean they're servitor skeletons. Yeah, That's their yeah, thing. and yeah. Uh, they uh, attacked us once he left, so we unfortunately got rid of some old teachers pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, and once he bounced, we decided to give chase, and pretty immediately without searching much of the room, which is probably not very smart of us, but you know we we're out for the fight, or at least me. Lucky's like, let's go get him. Uh, and then we went to the next room, and now here we are. He's mad at us. We're in his way, he says, from fixing things that he might have done himself, as in maybe the calamity is his own fault, and he's trying to figure out ways in necromancy in order to fix it. I don't know. That's uh, Lucky's basic mental tiny <laughs> brain assumption. Uh, and then he got real mad and bounced again. He's a really big fan of bouncing. Mm -hmm. um, and now we have to fight oversized skeletal bird thing with not even really one bird. It's got two bird skulls. That's like this. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'm going to work on trying to get my uh, accent for the next like 20 minutes. <laughs> Perfect. It was a wonderful wonderful recap yes thank you very much claps claps very very nicely done and to set your scene for what is in front of you at this point in time you find yourself in a macabre laboratory an assortment of bones lay strewn across the tables a foul smelling liquid bubbles and pots the stench of death is gut-wrenching a terrifying creature lurches towards you a hulking monstrosity of bone and sinew it appears to be comprised of hundreds of bird folk bones jumbled together to form a roughly humanoid shape the arms end in several talons intertwined into circular claws and the creature's face is made from the top halves of two bird folk skulls one atop the other it gazes at you with its four empty red eyes and emits a shriek ah! and i'm gonna need you guys to roll me some initiative please 
Remember to click your token and then hit that initiative button. I will be doing the exact same here. Lucky just leaves the fight. Lucky just <laughs> walks away. Oh yeah, uh, for those of you guys that, that haven't done it in a little bit, um, where you have like the as rolling thing, go ahead and change it to your character name too. It just helps for clarity. Uh, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'm gonna make sure that this one is on. Okay, cool. So we've got our rolls. It looks like, oh, oh good. The Cobble Fright is what we're gonna call this beastie. Uh, seems to have the uh, the right of way when it comes to the beginning of this, this little showdown here. And it is going to, um, move down this way and it's going to prepare itself. It's defending uh, the exit path uh, of wherever that uh, Corvum ran off to. Uh, so it's going to be down here and it has prepared an action. You're not sure what it is yet, but it seems very ready. Okay. Next on the list, Dagonet! What would you like to do here? Oh. things action or not he's gonna trundle up there shields in front and he's gonna take a swing with his quarterstaff okay so you come out and swing with the quarterstaff running from the doorway into the candlelit room yeah please roll for me uh, a 14 just misses i think you get like your quarterstaff caught in one of the claws because then it lashes out back at a claw against you here uh, it's an 11. It's not going to hit you. But you are definitely within, uh, you know, range here. And you've you've initiated the fight. Uh, is there anything else you want to do here uh, with your turn? No, no, good for now. Okay, okay, okay. Pez, Dagonet has run in and engaged this monstrosity. What would you like to do? I'm seeing Dagonet go up. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna tell Dagonet that you you got it. It's you were much tougher. You got so many more muscles than that bird. Multiple birds and one bird thing. I don't know. We can take a bardic inspiration. Let me get Dagonet bardic inspiration. And then seeing that Dagonet's going for it, I'm just gonna crossbow it. Uh, yeah, you'll you're gonna need to step out into the room, I believe, Ooh. to be able to do so. Uh, but yeah, you can absolutely use your crossbow here. Is this the room? Yep, yep, yeah. you are now in the room. Yeah, you should be able to see a whole lot more stuff now. Mm, yep, I'm gonna crossbow it, or try yeah, to. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 15? 15 is just enough to hit. You're able to, while uh, Dagonet has distracted the creature, you strike it in the shoulder with your, with your crossbow bolt. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Dealing three. A big, huge three piercing damage. You do note that, strangely enough, this bolt like sinks into the, the sinew that connects all of these bones together and it doesn't seem to clank off like the other skeletons you fought before. It's got, okay. Hopefully I'm not making it stronger, you know? Absorbing the arrows is gonna shoot them back out <laughs> you, at us. You are a, a veteran of combat right now. You're <laughs> noting that your crossbow is more effective currently than it has been previously. 
There you go. Uh, okay, Pez, anything else you'd like to do here? You did give uh, Dagonet a little inspiration. Um, so you've got some movement left if you want to utilize it. I'm just going to stay back. I'm going to be in the back. Away. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. You kind of you back towards this table, and you note that there's just like body parts on it, and Ooh. yeah, some kind of yeah. like weird spell scroll sheets near you, all in this like really dark written necromantic style. And you're like, yeah, okay, I guess I'm over here now. Eli, what would you like to do here, buddy? Uh, I think Eli is gonna run in so he can actually see what the hell he's looking at. Oh, yep, yeah. Yep, oh, yep. Boy. Some good stuff happening it's, in here, huh? Odd happening. Okay. Uh, what did I move? Like one or two? Uh, okay. So it's called 10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. yeah I can make that. Got little legs. Um, I will. Ooh, can't do that yet. Okay. Um, I'm gonna run in, uh, and while he's running, he's gonna do the old, the the old thing that he do. Um, I'm gonna cast my spiritual weapon as a bonus action as I run in. Okay. Um, so I'll go ahead and do that. Let me go grab it for you. I should always have this on standby, but I continually forget. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, You're good. Uh, you can, you should be able to drag it around if you need to. Yeah. So he'll cast that and it'll show up, I think, right here. Yep, and then perfect. Hit with a, a 19. 19 absolutely nope. hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four force damage, huh? We're we're rolling big numbers tonight, everyone. Oh, this yeah, is, huge. This is baby. doing real That's well. That's a natural yeah. one. <laughs> so uh. you, the, you watch as it like appears and shoves itself into the morass of body parts in its mm. back, and it gives out a. <laughs> seemingly hurt. And then uh, Eli is also going to come in, probably still holding his mace from the skeletons before, and uh, mm -hmm. he's going to swing. Uh, yep. uh, swing the mace. It, it, yep. Just misses with the 14. You get knocked out of the way by one of its giant conglomerative claws there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, excellent. Good use of your time here. Lucky. Rounding out the... Uh, the party here. What would you like to do? Uh, Lucky's first like, oh, yeah, guys, I'll let me in here. Like, comes up one, two, three, four, and as soon as he gets in, he's like, all right, what we got going on over here, Piz? <sighs> um, <clears throat> and I think he's going, I mean, he's going to end up wanting to attack, but for now, it's like, what? can I use my action to essentially look around the room? Um, Would you like to perceive something? Yeah. Uh, essentially, okay. uh, I'm looking for scrap of cloth um, okay. or anything like of that nature in this in our area, like clothing, cloth, or towel, or something yeah, like that. Is yeah, yeah. Bit of rag, anything like that. Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me perception. Sweet. A six. Uh, I don't think it's that you don't notice it because it is a laboratory and they're gonna have like rags of some kind somewhere. I think you just note that it is behind the monstrosity as you can uh, kind of see it like as it towers over. It's like on the table in the back. All right, so I went one, two, I went one, two, three, three to get here, right? Yep, so 15 total right now. All right, 
I'm gonna move heavy, and he's just gonna go all right, and just use bonus action to uh, or fire on them, and then our use bonus action. Do you have to do them in order? I can't remember. It's been like a million years. Okay, which one are you doing first? Uh, he wants to. I guess I'll do bonus action because I've already used my action to perceive. So yeah, he's just right. gonna do uh, hunter's mark on him. Like I'm coming for you. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely can do. Use your hunter's mark here. It is now mocked for death. Wonderful. Uh, and you've utilized your movement and stuff like that. Perfect. Uh, okay. The cobble fright standing in front of uh, some of our heroes here is going to lash out with one, two, three attacks. It's going to strike twice at Dagon A. One, two, a 17, I think. Is that close? Nope. Okay. And the third one lashes out grasping at Eli. A 22, Eli. Yeah. You are now restrained within its giant claws as it lifts you from the ground with its non-existent muscles somehow magically strong. So you are now lifted up as, as it screeches at you. It's four red eyes boring into your soul. But yes, you are now restrained. Uh, but you did not... Oh, it's actually, yeah, okay, so it does deal some damage here. Wait, doesn't it? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Nope, you're good for right now. You have not taken any damage yet. Uh, but you are indeed grippled. Okay, Dagonet, that does mean you are up. The couple fight has not moved. It seems, again, to be defending the exit route that its master had taken. He's just gonna keep swinging that quarter staff at him. Yeah, go for it. 16, it does hit. Uh, five bludgeoning damage. You do note that it seems to be less effective to bludgeon this type of skeleton than it was for the previous servitors. You're, it kind of bounces off a little bit, sinking into some of the squishy sinew, and it doesn't crack those bones as satisfyingly as it did, it did before. Just gonna grumble. <laughs> gonna drop his core staff and axe and surge take out spear mm -hmm. perfect yeah so you uh you'd like toss the quarter staff to the side utilize some of your movement to pull out the spear perfect fine and uh go ahead yeah 20 23 that one hits for sure uh five more piercing damage uh so yeah you're you're able to deal an additional five points of damage guys i'm gonna take a look at this how many? This has been. The last one, two, three, four attacks that have hit have had natural ones on the damage rolls. I don't want to know what the odds are for that, but that's got to be astronomically low. Uh, okay. If it keeps up, we'll take a look at it. Maybe refresh the pages. <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous. Uh... Bless Sorry. RNG, I suppose. Okay, I'll, get, yeah. I'll get my real dice out. I'll do it. I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if it gets wor if it gets really bad, that's totally fine. Um, okay, so Dagonet, you've used your action surge here. You deal ten points a total of damage. Your your core staff is flung off to the side. Is there anything else you want to do here? Do you want to move around? Um, I think that's about all you can do still is move now. 
I'll hold position. Okay, perfect. Yeah, defending your friends from where you're at. Uh, Pez, it is now your go. Your friends are locked in combat. Eli seems to be grappled by one of these giant claws. Oh, Eli, is it Eli and Dagonet? No, no, no. Dagonet uh, was able to fend off the one set of claws, oh. but Eli was scooped up and gripped and is now, like, his little feet, his little feet are dangling off the ground. His little baby feet. Yeah. Oh, no. Um. Hey, 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 Eli, you, you got this. Get out of there. You're fine. Blip, 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 blip. I'm just going to bark inspiration, Eli. <laughs> I guess that's all I can do. Uh, uh, Bird, you, you get out of here. I'm just going to shoot it again. I guess. 21. Yeah, it absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage with the crossbow. Yep, five more piercing damage. Okay. All right, that's not a natural one, though. So I think we're okay. I think we're okay. It's just, it just happens to be another five. <laughs> There's so many fives in a row. Oh, goodness. Um. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, you deal some damage there. Is there anything you want to do with your bonus action? I think, Pez, you're skilled enough with your crossbow that you shoot right between your friends there as Eli's being, like, flung about like this. You sneak it in between. And he's going to end up hitting it in the chest. Um, is Bardic Inspiration bonus action? Yes, it is. Yeah. So just do that one on to Eli and then crossbow, and then I think that's it. Excellent. Just going to okay. hang out in the corner. Okay, so Eli, you are also inspired. Um, so Eli and Dagony, remember that you have a, an extra D6 for the next things that happen, which Eli, uh, at the start of the turn that you are grappled, the Cobble Fright squeezes you with its big old meaty claws. And by meaty, I mean skeletal claws. So I need you to roll me a strength saving throw, please. May I use uh, my verdict inspiration on the you saving throw? Absolutely can. What's the D6? Yes. It's a 17 total. 17 total? Yeah, it's enough to uh It only said it doesn't say half on the failed save, so I, th I guess you resist the damage of being crushed to death. Uh Stab so yeah, with my spikies. So you resist being crushed, but you are still grappled in its in its claws here. So what do you want to try and do? Cry. Uh, no, I actually have a plan. It's going to be great. All right. First of all, as a bonus action, I'm going to hit him with the spiritual weapon. Yes, absolutely. Go ahead heck and him. Yeah, heck this dude. Spiritual weapon is super strong anyways. The 22 absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Spiritual weapon. Another five. God damn, dude. Not a natural one, but it's still a five. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is this is some kind of wizardry going on here that is just going down by fives. I'm gonna... Okay. Uh, I am going to uh, do the thing that I could totally have done this entire time if, if I knew that I could have done it. Uh, I'm gonna cast from, uh, from his grip. Just be like, I'll just get this bastard 
And then roll me, uh, roll me a concentration check here for this before, before really? it goes through. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You are in its grip, being crushed. But I didn't do it yet. I, you're trying to. Oh, okay. You have to concentrate on actually casting the spell. And it does say duration of concentration up to one minute. You have to main. You have to figure it out first. So roll me a concentration oh. save. It'll be the standard because you haven't taken any damage. So if you beat the ten, you concentrate enough. And you can you can cast a spell. You mean like that? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, well done, well done. Okay. Uh, so you cast bless. So what yeah. does this do? Uh my friends, I bless you. Take an extra D4 on your attack roller saving throws. Hey. The thing that I totally could do all the time. Always. Always. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> always at all times. So everyone in the party. Uh, when you have an attack roll or saving throw before the, the this spell ends, roll a d4 and add the number. So, uh, Dagonet, you've got the d4 and the d6 right now to really do some stuff with. Perfect. All right, Eli, you're still in the clutches here. Um, so you weren't able to fight your way free, but you did get some stuff done. That's excellent. Uh, and you use your bonus action to attack with your spiritual weapon. So you're good to go then, yeah? All right, excellent. Perfect. Lucky. What would you like to do here? You, you just feel this warmth suffuse you and you know that Eli is well not dead yet and has blessed you with their magical might what would you like to do here I look, he's like oh, okay I got you I got you Eli uh and he shuffles over here one two three four five six I believe six is 30 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and he readies an arrow right to the back of the uh Guy's head to just oh, there's I wish I had my character sheet up because I would have done this, but I didn't. <laughs> 14. A 14 is just missing. <sighs> so I think as it's like thrashing around fighting Dagonet or whatever, and you take aim as you've run over, it just kind of skips off the back of its skull. But it does gather its attention and it looks over with its beady eyes. And, Argument's sake, could I use team tactics to use help as a bonus action right now? Uh, yes, but you also have a d4 from Bless if you want to try to do that, and we can just kind of roll this backwards. So if you want to just roll a d4. What do you mean? Because I just noticed this. Uh, you were blessed by oh, Eli. Oh, that's right. Every well, attack right. roll and saving throw gets a plus d4. Every oh, no. one of them. Oh, I thought it was on and added on damage. No, 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 no. Well, a it's one, a which is guess what? <laughs> Just enough to hit. So oh, go great. ahead and roll me some damage on that longbow. <laughs> I'm glad I went back and read that again. It's every attack roll. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> Eleven piercing damage. We then... broke the spell. It's happened. And then, oh, uh, wonderful. Hunter's mark. I guess so. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 you've got heart attack. So four more damage as well. Oh my goodness. You guys are doing some work here. And I will this retract well. my team tactics because I saw where it said that uh, it'd have to be in five feet of the creature. So. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Never yes, mind. that is accurate. That is accurate. To be distracting enough, you're going to have to get in there. Um, I'm looking for something that looks fun to be blessed. So let's do the aura. So I'm going to mark the, the people that are currently blessed so we don't forget again. This stays maybe as long as Maybe that'll help us. You as long as Eli it, right? can concentrate it. on it. Concentration yeah. up to a minute. Yeah. Which, Lucky, are you done here? Which we're about to find out if that maintains. 
the Cobble Fright with Eli in hand. <laughs> Eli, you start feeling like your life force draining from your body. Make me a constitution saving throw, please. Ooh, that's a big 22. Yes. Okay. So you're able to resist the the brunt of the of the damage here, but you still feel the life force being pulled from your body. Uh you take 5 necrotic damage and the max your max health is reduced by 5. And you see that some of the, like Let's let's say because this is five and it's perfect for half of the wounds on this body. One of the crossbow bolts just gets pushed out from the body and clatters to the floor. It seems that this cobblefright's able to heal itself in some way. Okay, uh, with its next other claw, it's going to claw out here. Uh, at Dagonet, that's a 15 and an 8. It is going to be unable to break through Dagonet's defense system of just being in full armor, which is ridiculous. It's kind of a lot. Uh, and that's going to bring it to the end of its turn. Okay, Dagonet, you just watch as Eli kind of goes a little bit limp. Eli, I do need you to roll a secondary constitution saving throw here for Bless, though. Yep, DC is the 10. You hit the 18. Perfect. Bless is still up. So, Dagonet, you are still blessed, and you still have uh, your Bardic Inspiration. What would you like to do here? Right. Hold on, my friend. Uh, we'll get you uh, free from this silly pieces of bones, and he's just going to swing forward with his spear again and try and... Yeah, try and get it done. Get it done. A 20 absolutely hits. Another eight piercing damage. Yeah, you guys are, I mean, like, for everything that's happening here, you're, you're racking up the points of damage, even if they're just all fives in a row. This thing's starting to look pretty cut up. It, it's definitely, you know, hail, but it, it's it's not healthy. Uh, okay, so I think that puts it at this. Perfect. All right, anything else you'd like to do here, Dagonet? Nope. Okay. Pez comes back to you. You watch as Eli has the life force drained from his body, but you also feel suffused with his uh, loving light. Uh, how how high is it being? Is he being held up up? Plus? Uh, let's let's say like enough to just get his feet a little bit off the ground. Not super high. He's not like up in the air, but he's just like held aloft currently. So maybe like your head height or something. Okay. Like his body's primarily at your head height. Mm. How many claws does it have? Uh, two. Two, two, two. two. Mm. I feel like it'd be dumb, but I also just, uh, I'm gonna try it, I guess. I'm gonna scoot. I'm gonna scoot forward. I'm scared. Okay. Beat herself a little bit. I got what? Twenty-five. Mm-hmm. How many? Where's that ruler? Yeah. So I'm gonna. Oh, jeez. 
I'm gonna just scoot my little boot uh -huh. over here. Can I reach? Oh, you jump up on the table? Is that a table? I'm on oh, the table. Oh, that's absolutely a table. Okay, so you like skirt around this bubbling pot of something and Ew. maybe like the camera lingers on it a little bit. We get like a rolling eyeball that pops out of it. And uh, you just like, you see that and you're like, what? But now you're up on a table. Sure, you clamber on top. Uh, can Would I be able to reach with the sword and just kind of like, you let go, my friend. Just kind of like poke at its claw. Just like, yeah, Um... It would not be, mechanically, you wouldn't be able to do this to free uh, Eli, um, but I... you can say you're helping on his next turn for him to escape. So your action would be to help, right? And we can we can visualize that as you stabbing with your sword yeah. at the claw, but I, I can't, like, it's not damage, right? So it's just okay. you are helping him and he will have advantage on escaping on the next turn, on his turn. That sounds that work? good. Okay, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, you still do have a bonus action if you'd like to do anything with it. Ceiling word a bonus? It is. It is. Um, yeah. Who's looking the most hurt? Eli? How you doing there, bud? You doing okay? Need some help? You want some help? What? Oh, I'm just gonna throw a healing word at him because why not? I guess that's what we're doing today. Ooh, give, boop. Feel better. Healed seven, Eli. That's a pretty good healing word. And uh, it looks like Pez is attempting to to help free you from the grapple here. What uh, was the word? Is... Uh, get good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eli, it is now your turn to get good. Uh, in Pez's words, what would you, uh, I need you to roll, first things first, I need you to roll a strength saving throw as it begins to crush you again. <laughs> A 16 makes the DC. You are able to resist pushing outwards. And I think with the assistance of Pez here being stabbed in the stabby stab. Um, what do you want to do with your time? Golly. Um, I'm going to whack it with my spiritual weapon. Okay, sure. Your bonus oh, action is that. That's a 10. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unable to find purchase this turn. Okay. And then, and then, and then, and then, I you, am. Hmm? You 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 currently have advantage on trying to escape the grapple if you. Would yeah, like. that's what I was just trying to see if something was a free action or not. Oh, understood. Totally okay. not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like to attempt the ill escape. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's going to be another strength. Uh, let me let me read it real quick. Yeah, another another strength uh, saving throw here. At advantage? At advantage because of Pez's help, yes. Uh. A 14 does not make the number. You are still grappled as Pez's sword stabs further and further into the, the forearms of this creature. It is unable, and it just crushes you tighter and tighter as you're trying to resist. You're able to resist being crushed, but it's not enough to escape. Okay. Bummer. Um, yeah, tough, 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 tough. Yeah. Is there anything else that you've you've got here? I don't think so. I think you can't do anything everything. else now. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lucky, it is your go now. What would you like to do? A DM. What's this right here? 
What's that lighting up right there? A candle. It's a candle. There's a lot of these little... The, the little red candles are uh, light sources I've added in roll 20 so you can actually see in this room. Good. So I can move those around if you want. Good. Uh, I My planned action is, and I'll have to ask you how to do all of this. I okay. have 30 movement. I would like to move one square to the candle, pick it up, and throw it into the back of this uh-huh. creature to hopefully burn it and distract okay. it from its grip on Eli. Uh, sure. Let's see if the candle stays lit when you throw it. Sweet. Probably not going to. Um, so I'm gonna move over. And I feel like I'm close enough to kind of be like, eh, at it. It's big. It's a big guy. You could step forward if you wanted to not risk the throw. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just gonna smudge it in his back. Uh, so he picks up this candle, moves to the right. Sure, yeah. Okay. Just, uh, just wax in the back. Let's go. <laughs> I move the candle <laughs> to maintain it there. Okay, and you try to whack it in the back with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tries to like take me. like melted side and just like smoosh it down into its like back. Just like push it into its back. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, well, it's not immune to that, so that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> roll it. Roll me just a dexterity. Like just decks because we're gonna treat this as uh, an improvised weapon, use utilizing your dexterity. Sweet. Uh... A ten. I think what happens is you note that you smush the candle into the back of this thing, and the candle goes out, and the hot wax is sitting on one of these bones, and it actually has zero reaction to it. Right. Uh, well, since I'm sitting right next to it, um, I'm gonna just use team tactics now um and use an action to or or i'll use my bonus action to faint at it to try to distract it essentially to help a chosen ally out which would be eli so if you'll allow me to like in like character like shove it or something so that i'm not actually shoving a larger creature than me but uh do note that this is for attack rolls made at advantage that's how this helps it is not. Spe- it is only specific to attack rolls and not to saving throws. Oh. So if you're trying to help Eli oh, escape, for some reason it doesn't I was thinking apply ability to that. check is the same mm-hmm. as a, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then if DM will allow me to not d- to detract. Um, sure. <laughs> I think. I mean. I am making attack rolls with my spiritual weapon. Yeah, and I feel like I've been oh, that's in enough. True. I feel like I've been in enough fights with Eli to trust his spiritual weapon and the fact that okay. like I'm gonna like try to push it if I can. It RP wise just pushing it into the spiritual weapon so that maybe its hit will be better. Just get it over there. I can't really shove anything bigger than me technically within game mechanics. I, but. You you are applying a distraction to the cobble fright. How effective it will be is yet to be seen, but you are effectively distracting it by I don't know, let's say clattering it with your bow, right? It oh, yeah. notes that there is something over here it needs to be paying attention to. This will assist Eli in some way. Let's let's go with that. Okay, sure. Sure. Cool. Sure. All right. Maybe I just like um, dig the wax more. <laughs> yeah, just like push it, like smear it around <laughs> a little bit. Now you've got like wax all over your hands. You're trying to think about how you're going to draw your bowstring and not get it all caught up. Eh, it's a whole mess. Um. Okay. Is that it, Lucky, for this one? Well, I got right now. Okay. Yeah. The cobble fright. Uh, is going to attempt to make two more claw attacks here against Dagonet. 
Uh, 15-8, so definitely not. And then it's going to try and grab Dagonet. That is a 26. Does it grab? Dagonet, you are hoisted up into the air. It's seemingly effortless, about the same height as Eli here now. Uh, and I'm going to need both of you to make uh, constitution saving throws for me, please. Uh, a 19 from Dagonet and an 8 from Eli. Uh, so, Eli, you feel again that same feeling of the life being pulled out of you. You take 12 necrotic damage. As we note that, like, this black smoke is being swirled around the uh, the bony portions of the body and being sucked inwards. And we watch as another one of the crossbow bolts clatters out. Another one of the, the wounds heals up. Uh, Dagonet, you take six points of necrotic damage as it sucks the life from you. Dagonet, your maximum hit points are reduced by 12. Dagonet, your maximum hit points are reduced by six. So, Eli, I, what is the total reduction right now? 12 and 5? Okay, so 17, 17 total. Okay. Keep in mind, this is very similar to the shadows that if we do hit zero, <clears throat> yeah. that's it. It's all right, man. I'm uh, pretty close to my max health. So <laughs> You're right on top of it. Perfect. Yeah. Fine. Uh, and it siphons your life force into its body, recovering some some health here uh so that is adding is hard guys after a long day i'm going to tell you what uh okay a sizable chunk of health is returned to this creature as it hoists you up <laughs> and sucks the life from you dagonet it is your turn you are stuck in the clutches of this creature feeling the life force being pulled from you what would you like to do Can you grapple something that's grappling you? Um, you can grapple up up to one size larger. The grapple means you can't move. So you can, it just means it won't be able to move and you will still be caught in its grip. But yes, you can. Hmm. It would be uh, for this because it's not necessarily an attack. I would call it a uh, I ask because I contested have, strength check. I have an attack that can let me then grapple. Okay, sure. Uh, does it require movement at all, or no? I'm going to attack the things with my feet, my talons. You're gonna attack it with your talons. Oh my god, I forgot you guys have talons. I sure yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So how does how does this work? Sharp claws aid in unarmed combat while, uh, while climbing. But it's like I'm attacked in the, the air. damage for an unarmed strike is 1d4 piercing. Uh, you have advantage on strength athletic checks made to climb any surface that you can grip. So you just want to grip him. As if I can excessively grab onto him. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, okay. Roll, roll the athletics check. So... Roll me an athletics check, brawl. 
Brawl, let's see if he if he can keep you away. And roll me athletics. A 19 just beats his strength check. So your claws, as he's like trying to force you further away, you latch in with your talents. Go ahead and roll me 1d4 for damage here as you grip on. It's not just grabbing him. Your claws are literally going into the bone and sinew of its body. Okay, it's one, but it doesn't matter. You're in there now. You now have it grappled. For for what this will end up meaning, we don't know yet, but as long as you're attached, it's not going anywhere, and you're not going anywhere from its grip. Yeah, Locked just, in a, an immortal I'm... grapple. <laughs> uh, okay. Is there... You have a bonus action that you would like to use here? Good for now. Good for now. Okay, Pez. You watch as Dagonet's claws get crunk into into the creature and it's just grappled in there and it's trying to shake him off, but every time it does, like, a little piece of bone or flesh or whatever, like, falls off its body. So it's it's doesn't want to do that anymore, but you do note that a lot of the damage that you've done previously seems to have just been shrugged off and your friends are being drained of their life. Just don't get grabbed. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, do I know if temporary hit points would those those wouldn't override the max hit point loss, would they? No, but they would still count. It would so help. if the max hit points hit zero, they're still dead, regardless of if of the temporary is there or not. Temporary is is like a magical shield, essentially. Um. So they would have additional hit points, but it does not fix their maximum. Okay. I'm trying to figure out if I want to do that or if I just want to, like, whack it. But, uh, I might as well try. I'm going to do, I'm going to do a heroism at level two. Okay. That's big. Yeah. So I can get both Dagonet and Eli in that. And then they have, I think, the four extra temporary hit points each. Creature immune to being frightened and gains temp hit points equal to the spell casting ability modifier at the start of each of your turns, which, so your your modifier is now four? It's a yeah. charisma, right? Okay. At the start of each of its turns. So uh, Eli's turn, you will have immediately four extra temporary hit points here, Eli. Uh, and then you said Dagonet as well, Pez? Yes. Okay, you will you will also get four uh, extra hit points. And now as a reminder, because I was called out in YouTube comments 20 episodes ago when we talked about heroism, they just refresh every turn. They do not add every turn. Okay, uh, cool. And I will find a, a marker for these. We'll just use, use this. You now have some temporary hit points from heroism, the two of you. Excellent. Pez, anything else you want to do here? That is your action. You do have to be able to touch them. So you can touch Eli from here, but you were, would have to move to touch Dagonet as well. Okay, yeah, I'll just scoot around. Dang it. Yeah, like hopping down off the table, running around it, and going to touch Dagonet. Yeah, perfect. Perfect, perfect. Just get out of there. We can do it. I think that's all I can do. I don't think I have anything for a bonus action. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you are concentrating on this. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. Eli. Go ahead and mark up four temporary hit points on your character sheet here. Oh, you and know I did And then roll me a strength saving throw. As you are again attempting to be crushed. Yes, you still pass these strength saving throws. Not have to get out yet, but you're not being crushed to death, with this, which is huge. 
Um, yeah. Okay, Eli, you're still stuck in this thing's grip. What do you want to do? Try to get out. Try and get out. Let's do it. That's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna make it. Yeah. Strength saving throw of five is not gonna make it. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh. And bonus action. Swing my sword. Sure. Yeah. Advantage. The the strength save is your is your action when you do that. At advantage. I I rolled it twice. It didn't work anyway. Oh no. So so. It hate me. The strength save to break that grapple is an action. Just as a side note. Yeah. Um. But you. Yeah. Anyways, but your spiritual weapon is fourteen and nine. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So it's unable to find purchase, and I think it's probably because let's just call it you're distracted by trying to not die. Like things are getting really dire here for Eli. Um. And and maybe your focus is waning a little bit. I know it's not a concentration spell, but your focus on the on the weapon is waning, and you're unable to make it strike true. Uh, okay. I uh, can't move. So, Lucky, it is your turn. Alright, Lucky gets his uh, rapier. He's like, I guess I'm just gonna have to poke it back here instead of that sword poking it. Alright, he just. He's gonna attack it with his rapier. Okay, absolutely. Which is a plus D4. Four still with Eli's newfound remembered ability. ability? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. It is. Well, that is a natural twenty. Yes, finally, perfect. Okay, definitely hits. Perfect. Go Ooh. ahead and roll me some damage there. All right, and then I get dueling and um here here uh okay hundred so correct. It is seventeen here. Dueling is plus two. Plus two. Okay, and then you roll me two d six. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, so 28 <laughs> points of damage come slamming into the back of this beat. I feel beast. like Lucky is just like, I'm trying to distract you. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like so frustrated about the situation. Holy crap, that was a ton of damage. Uh, yeah, and it you get its attention. It like drags around Dagonet and Eli to over here as it like turns its body towards you. So now it looks at you. Yeah. Y'all do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Terrified. Um Okay, is that is that all lucky? Can you consider this a a help action for a bonus action on this turn? Yeah, yeah. Who are you? Who are you helping right now? You side eyes the spiritual weapon. He's like, not you this time. Dagonet, get him. Okay, <laughs> all right. Dagonet, on an attack roll, you will have advantage on your next turn. Okay. All right. Uh, it is now the the cobble frights turn, and I think you, you did good, uh, Lucky. It is turning evermore, and it, like, drags Dagonet past you, and it tosses Eli to the side. Eli goes clattering to the ground, and it is going to make one, two, three attacks against Lucky. Uh, that is a 15, a 17, and a 25. The 17 and 25 hit. The 17 and 25 hit. 
The 17 is eight slashing damage from the claws that comes around. And the second one, so you're able to bat away the first one. The second one comes slicing across and it comes back on a forward swing and he scoops you up into his giant claw and holds you aloft. And he's going to attempt to siphon both the things in its claws. I'm going to need uh, constitution saving throws from both Dagonet and Lucky, please. Yay! It's a a four. four and an 11. Sadly, this is uh, gonna be enough for either of you. That is 12 necrotic damage for both of you. Your maximum hit points reduced by 12. And the beast recovers that amount of health. You watch from behind now. Eli, you can see kind of when you're getting up and you see like this giant hole in the back where the rapier was sunk in by Lucky. And you watch as it knits itself back together. Okay. Uh... That is its turn. Will you remind me again how much on max HP 12. is reduced? 12. Yeah, the entire amount of the damage. Okay. Dagonet, it is the start of your turn. You are given four temporary hit points here, and I need you to roll me a strength saving throw as it tries to crush you to death. A 19 definitely makes the save. You... Fight back against it, clawing out with your talons against it. What do you want to do here? Oh, that blow ruined my plan. Okay. I do have advantage, at least. You do. He just wants to shove this spear right in this thing's face. Go for it. At advantage. Yeah, so that needs to happen again. Mm-hmm. 25 definitely hits. Seven piercing damage. Yeah, it's it's a fight against how much it can suck from your soul and how much damage that you and your friends can do against it. It looks beat up, but it keeps being able to knit itself back together. It's becoming more and more problematic. I'm going to need a second wind. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and roll second wind for me. I'm at my new max, yay! You're at your new max? <laughs> that was an 11 rolled for the, the, the second win here. Okay. Uh, you're at your new max. <laughs> Okay, um, that is, Pez, what would you like to do here? No, Uh, I got some arrows. Uh, uh, um, I'm 
just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toddle on up. I'm very scared. I don't like it. Uh, can, can I try just, just whacking at its wrist or something? Just, you, you let go, my buddy. I'm gonna try and whack at the one that's holding Lucky. Uh, yeah, so you try to strike it uh, to, to hit the limb that it's holding Lucky. Sure, yeah, go ahead and roll me, uh, you've got your crossbow slung back over your shoulder. Go yeah. ahead and roll me an attack here. Uh, a 13 is not enough to make purchase against this beast. Can I re-roll uh, it? With the yeah, you want to use your faded? Yeah. Did you, did you add oh, your... Oh, 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 hang on, before you do that, before, yeah, yeah, oh, before you the... do that, you're still blessed. 1d4, right? Yeah. Which I think we probably needed to check a constitution saving throw or two from Eli because I've totally forgotten, but it's fine. It's You're blessed. A four. You hit. Go ahead. Oh, uh, cool. Okay. Uh, I will remember <laughs> that for next time. DM mistake. It's okay. Three piercing damage. Yeah, you sink it in. Stabby stab. Yeah. Let go, my buddy. Mm. Yeah, let go. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to do here? You do have bonus action remaining. Anybody looking particularly wounded in a way that I could heal them? Um, uh, I think everyone's question? at their new max currently, unless it's Eli isn't. Yeah. Eli. Eli is okay. Eli, I'm not okay, but more. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm where I, yeah. I'm where I can be. Ooh, yep. All right, that's all I got. Yep. Not helping. Okay. Uh, Eli, you find yourself prone on the ground after being tossed aside by the creature. What would you like Yay. to do here? I send out a signal flare for our boy. Kevin, where is he? <laughs> That's Kevin. been sitting on my desk since the episode I made it. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Yeah, you need your little first-year uh, avium student to come in here and burning hands this thing. <laughs> my boy. Uh, you want me to concentrate? Uh, go ahead and roll it for me on this turn. Yeah, roll me a concentration check. A natural 20. You've, you've definitely maintained it. You're good to go. Bless is maintained. So blessed. Um, I'm truly blessed. You to get be here. Your, your four... Uh, ten pit points. If they were removed, they are now reapplied. Yeah. Uh, from Pez here for heroism. Oh gosh. Um, okay. So, Lucky and Dagonair grappled opposite me. Mm-hmm. Pez is fine. Pez looks okay. great. Maybe cool. a little ruffled, but looking okay. Great. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna guiding bolt at level two. It's fifteen hit. A fifteen just hits the cobble fright. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Uh fourteen total radiant damage. And you note, as this holy light consumes parts of this necromantic en entity, it screams out in pain and suffering. Ah! 
and you deal it a very hefty blow worth of damage. It seems to be getting really agitated and, and it starts swinging the things that's holding its claws about. It is not holding itself together mentally. I stab it again. You stab with the spiritual weapon and that 16 definitely hits. Go and roll me damage. Another 11 points worth of damage. Oh yeah. Oh, we're making, we I'm are mad. making progress now. Yeah, it's, uh, it is not okay. It is not okay. Um, uh, Eli, anything else you'd like to do here, bud? Eli just sort of leans against the wall, satisfied. <laughs> That's right. So, also, with Guiding Bolt, the next person that attacks it has advantage on the attack. Just keep that in mind, which I believe is now Lucky is next. Lucky, you are grappled here. Hey. But you watch as Eli picks himself up off the floor, blasts it with holy light. It's freaking out now. But I am going to need you to make me a strength saving throw because its crushing grip is still around you. Uh, Lucky, I'm feeling like when Lucky f sees this light finally hit it and it freaks out, he's like, yeah, yeah, whoa, whoa. Yep. <laughs> we got a nice Doppler across the camera as you get flung across it multiple yeah. times. <laughs> uh, that is a 12, but you are blessed. Please do roll me a, D a D4. A two. A two? Oh, I just missed. You just, dang, okay. Uh, freaking hell, is it really that, okay. Uh, nine points of damage here as it. Is this damage to me or damage to my total hit pool? Uh, this is damage to you. This is not a siphoning thing. Uh, this is just to your, your corporal form. So we watch as Lucky gets, is basically doing the Doppler thing across the camera multiple you just times. You Lucky go like, And then goes limp in the claw. <laughs> yeah. Goes limp. Lucky is down. Okay. Lucky's uh, a big fan of going, well, laying on the ground apparently. <laughs> like three yeah, times this campaign so uh, far. It's a thing, I suppose. The Cobble Fright tosses Lucky aside, and it is it is in full ridiculous mode here. Hang on. I need to roll for this. Okay. It seems to maintain its mental capacity for the moment. Uh, having only tossed Lucky to the side, it is going to claw, claw, claw at, uh, at Pez. That is a 23, a 20, and a 25. Okay, I was gonna ask if my pairing sword would help, but uh, even if that would, nope, yep, nope, yep. Wow, uh, that is a nine, a six, and you are grappled, hoisted up into the air as it at you. Uh, that is okay, 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 okay. So, uh, that is 15 points uh, of damage here applied to you. Uh, but also, on top of that, you begin to feel your life force being dragged from your body. Please roll me a constitution saving throw. Mm, ten. A 10 does not 
meet the DC. Uh, you take eight points of necrotic damage sucked from your body and your maximum hit pool is reduced by eight. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm yeah, no, no, good point, right. chat. Good point. You're still blessed. Am I? Roll the d4. There's a chance. Oh, I thought it was just one time thing. No, 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 no. This is as long as Eli can concentrate on it, and he has been killing these con saves. Oh. <laughs> a one. Not enough. Okay, still eight points, but it's there. You're still blessed uh, for whatever it helps you with. Um, okay, that is the Cobble Fright's turn. It expends all of it against Pez here, uh, dealing you eight po or those 15 points of slashing damage and then eight points of necrotic damage. Um, I'm just looking at your bar here, so just to make sure that you've got all of that put together. Okay. Help it in the math, right? Dagonet. Yeah. You, you got a you got a friend on the ground. You got one that's slumped against the corner, trying to lash out with holy magic. Pez, delicate Pez, was just picked up and crushed in front of you, sucked their life force from them. What do you want to do here? The cobble fright is shining in your vision currently. Since I'm the next one to attack, do I get the advantage now? Yes. Would you like to attack the Cobble Fright here? I would. He ain't holding on to his shield, that's for sure, because he's taking this spear with both hands and jabbing straight down into the skelly boy. Yeah, with advantage. A 13 is uh, not enough. I've got oh. a D6 and a D4. You've got so many things. Please roll them. And thank you for reminding me. I was panicking. <laughs> Please stab this thing. Can I roll both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not need both, but you can roll both. <laughs> uh, you got it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, 18 total. You for sure have done the deed. Please strike this thing with your spear, dealing it eight points of damage. It It is looking, it is looking rough, but it is, it... it <sighs> Guys, gotta, you gotta hit it. It's it's coming. It's getting there. Um, Dagadee, that is your action. Is there a bonus action that you would like to utilize here? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, your four hit points are refreshed. Keep that in mind. So you're good there. Uh, you were in its grip. Did you do the strength no, save? Do I the strength saving not. throw for me, please. As it begins to try and crush you again. Oh, I'm good. As it, I mean, it's a 25. You're good to go. Yeah, you're, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're able to I'll fight it away and you normal. stab it, probably stabbing it so it releases its grip just a little bit and doesn't crush you to death. It feels pretty good. Um, Pez, you're in this claw. You have now felt yeah. the pain the rest of your friends have felt. What do you want to do? This is terrible. Uh, is, is, is the big bird looking not so good? The big bird is looking like it would... It, it still needs some work because it keeps healing itself. But it's... 
It's definitely not okay. It, like, it's, you can, you're magically inclined, and you can watch as this, like, necromantic magic is starting to unravel from it. It's doing everything it can to try and keep itself together, but you watch as it's kind of slowly going insane. Okay. Uh, I'm just, I'm gonna shoot it. You are grappled by it if currently. I can, is it so you can stab it with your sword. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. It'd be very hard for you to sheathe the sword, pull the crossbow back out, and load that bad boy while you're, like, up in the air in its grip. Additionally, I need you to make me a strength saving throw. I got delicate fingers. Uh... <laughs> it's not gonna be good. That is a four! Yeah, okay. Um... Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yep. It begins to crush your body, dealing 15 points of damage to you. And you watch as you start getting. <laughs> but you can still attack with your blade if you'd like to. Yeah, I was gonna shoot it. Um, where's the, or not shoot it? Uh, stab it. Mm -hmm. uh, an eight is not enough to to hit the beast. I think because you're being crushed, you're finding it very difficult to get that blade into a place that will hurt it. Um, this is terrible. I can do. Is there anything else you want to do here? You do have a bonus action. I can do healing where it wouldn't affect the concentration. Is that correct? Or correct. Like, yeah, it does okay. not affect it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna help myself. Ooh, Just a level two healing word. Yeah, go ahead. I hit the button. There it goes. Yep. So ten. Uh, because you did take damage, though, I'm going to need you to roll me a Constitution saving throw for the concentration. Mm on the uh, the her heroism. 13. Uh, a 13. Uh, it's half the damage, so yeah, the DC is 10, so you maintain. Yep, awesome. you're good to go. Mm -hmm. So uh, heroism is maintained. You recover 10 hit points off of this, so your total, yep, there you go, you got it. Uh, and that's a full turn, Pez. You did a lot of stuff there. Yep. Eli, we are back around to you, my friend. What would you like to do here? So Lucky's conscious? Lucky is unconscious on the ground. Unconscious, but stable. From not, Healing Word? Uh, healing Word was not applied to Lucky. It was applied oh. to Pez. Oh, shit. Okay. Lucky is still on the ground, not stable. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Eli is gonna push himself up off the wall and run over to Lucky and, uh, Cast Cure Wounds. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there it is. Yep, so uh, Cure Wounds. 11 hit points return to your body, Lucky, as you're suffused with the, the ribbons of the community. And you are brought back, and you watch as your good friend Eli has brought you back once again from the brink of disaster. The ribbons in front of his. 
Why is it? Okay. All right. Did you kill her? Did you kill her, Did you kill her yet? Did you? <sighs> Not quiet. Okay. We're getting there. Okay. We got this. As your eyes de-blur and you lift up just a little bit to see, you watch as like Pez is being swung around. <laughs> Okay, Eli. Yeah, I was just making sure how fuck me. A natural one on the spiritual how long weapon. The it's, weapon lasted. But. Yeah, you're still good um, for the time being. I believe it's ten total turns. It, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a minute, same as a minute. the. Uh, yeah. So ten total turns. Plus. We're we're just over halfway through that. So just to keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, but you're good. The spiritual weapon is unable to make purchase, but Lucky is alive, and it's Lucky's turn. What would you like to do here? You are on the ground, so to get up, it will be half your movement. But other than that, your turn is yours. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get up. He's he's gonna pull his uh, bow and arrow out. Really, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I was trying to I was trying to call him. I was trying to catch him on fire earlier, Eli, but he, it didn't work. Sorry, sorry. I failed. I failed you guys. Uh, and he's still gonna try to take a shot um, with his bow. Yep, you're definitely skilled enough to be able to fit that in there. 25 definitely hits. Please roll me some damage on this. Wait, does he still have Hunter's Mark on it? I don't Your know. Your unconsciousness removes Hunter's Mark. Okay. Then just go to the damage. Nine piercing damage. Yeah, a good hit for sure. Um, You know now that like a, you're getting something a little bit bigger than that. that this thing goes down. So it is it is flailing around you watches like pieces of bone and like sinew are just sloughing off its body and the, this like black necromantic energy is just emanating from it as it begins falling apart. Hey, right. and he's just going to stay here. Help us stay here. I'll hold you up if, if anything happens to you like. <sighs> okay. Um I have no idea if bless maintains on a downed person. I'm just going to let that sit there until it becomes a point of interest, just as a heads up. I don't know how that functions. Um, it is indeed the couple frights turn, though. Both of its claws are full. Uh, so it can't strike at anything. Oh, but I do need to roll this. Oh, shoot. That's right. Okay. Pez goes flying to the side. Agni gets tossed over the table and gets, like, jumbled over the candles and the bones and things there. And it, it steps forward and begins to lash out wildly with its claws. Uh, a 10, 13, and a 26, Eli. 26 hits. Six slashing damage. It has gone insane. And the numbers will continue and we'll select targets based on such. So, uh, work team. That's its entire turn. It doesn't do anything else. It's, it's actually going insane. You're watching as pieces of bone are falling off, like claw pieces are just crumbling to the ground here. Uh, Dagonet, you were tossed over, <laughs> over this table here. You're on the ground, but you're still alive. What would you like to do here? Oh, rainy. Yeah, he gonna stand. So there's this bone thing on the table. Mm -hmm. I want to pick it up uh -huh. and run like a lance 
in Pittsburgh because uh-huh. I have Brutal Brawler. Tell me what Brutal Brawler does, please, Dagonet. I clicked on the wrong one. I'm going to mind it. It's okay. There you go. Brutal Brawler, your tavern side scuffles have honed your ability to deal damage with just about anything that's handy, including a bone that looks like a hand. Uh, your proficiency with improvised weapons and treat any improvised weapon you handle as if it has the finesse quality. Additionally, whenever you hit with an improvised weapon, you may spend a bonus action to break it over your opponent. Doing this destroys the weapon, but deals the maximum number each of the weapon's damage dice could deal to the target. Any additional dice added to the attack's damage roll are not affected by this ability. I have to figure out how much a bone club uh, does in this game of Dungeons and Dragons, and I don't think I've ever had to ask myself that question before. Um, maybe it's an item. Let's find out. I'm just gonna put in club. Just put in club. Uh, I know that exists. Uh, so that's, you know, that's good. And I had two filters on here that I need to remove. Okay. Tell me what I need to roll. <laughs> this is definitely big enough that you would need two hands to use it. We're going to call That's it a okay. great club. It is a 1d8 bludgeoning weapon. Uh, so you're going to need to roll me, and it's supposed to be treated as a finesse weapon, but this is a freaking club. I don't care about it being a finesse weapon. So what I want you to do. No, I'm proficient in whatever me, I'm picking up. <laughs> yeah, is roll me. Um, your strength and we will add your proficiency bonus to that so you can do strength plus whatever your proficiency bonus is right now okay does that make sense help my brain um click the button for strength thank you yep a 22 but for flavor let's just add your proficiency bonus on top of that what is Uh, that what is your proficiency right now is it three is it supposed to be there? It's only two right now. I think it goes up to three next level. Okay, so two. So 24 total. Yeah, okay, it hits. Definitely hits. Uh, so now, do you want to expend your bonus action for this one? Yeah, I'm breaking it. Okay, you're going to break this bone club over the body here. Um, so you deal eight plus two. You deal 10 damage to the creature. Uh, okay, and, uh, Dagonet, what does this look like? Oh, he is just grabbing this thing off the table and just running, and he's just smashing these bones, and he's just going to town on it until nothing is left in his hands, this pile of shards on the floor. Not only what you hold as a pile of shards, but the creature itself is now crushed and crumbled and becoming dust as you watch as this black smoke continues to emanate from its body. It's as it falls apart in front of you and dies again. Necromancy's weird, but you and the party find yourself victorious. And with that, we will take our break for tonight's session. Congratulations, you have defeated the Cobble Fright. We will be right back in about three to five minutes. Hey guys, uh, thank you once again for being here for Diefall Alderheart episode 23. New friends, 
and old friends, thank you for being here this evening. If you are new and you don't know where to find this show outside of it being streamed, you can head on over to the YouTube channel. That is youtube.com slash runawayrobot. There's a lot of Dungeons and & Dragons and other TTRPGs on there if you're interested. Uh, and additionally, you can catch us in podcast format, audio-only format on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can just look up Diefall Dungeons and Dragons, or generally Diefall Podcast, and that should help show up for you. If you're interested in supporting the show in some kind of monetary way, uh, you can go to the Diefall Patreon, that is patreon.com slash Diefall, and you can become part of the show. Uh, submit names for NPCs, have your own NPC made, get some art of all of the stuff that we have going on here. One of the art pieces is already done, and we have another one that is coming out the end of this month. Super cool stuff and very talented artist Malaveth is working on it currently. All of that Patreon money goes to uh, the cast here. I don't see any of it. It goes directly to the cast uh, and to help support them being here and their time and their talents. Again, thank you guys very much for being here. I super duper appreciate it. Uh, I do want to thank the new followers we have tonight. Ian Parkesk, Kexi? I don't know how to say that and I apologize if I butchered it. All Access. And Meliar Rastriar, if you are still here, you are my 1,200th follower. Thank you very much for that. Mr. Grimm earlier today cheered 1,000 bits. Holy shit, dude. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we'll be back in just a bit. Grab a drink, grab a snack, and uh, be sure to catch us in all of those places if you would like to. Um, additionally, the Twitter is uh, at Diefall underscore RPG. Uh, and that's where all the go live stuff is and a lot of the cool clips from uh, from the shows and, and new announcements are coming out. Uh, I actually do have a, a larger announcement that will be at the end of the show today. So if you want to stick around for that, I would appreciate it. We'll be right back, guys. Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart, episode 23. We find ourselves at the end of the battle in this horrible, horrific laboratory. This monster decimated on the ground, the last vestiges of its life force fading away into the sky. Well, the ceiling, I suppose, since you are pretty far underground now. Um, but the party, as it is, everyone's conscious. Everyone well, is alive, if maybe not feeling so healthy. But what's next? What do you guys want to do here? Where the hell did that guy go? He's like pointing at that door. That door, right? Where, over there? Sorry, I'm still, I think I got a headache from being down, but... No, it's... I just... He... Did he say he caused the calamity? I mean... What the hell? What is going on at this place? I... Do we... Should we chase him? Should we find the Dean? I don't... I'm afraid we're gonna come across five more of these things. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could. I feel, I, I feel very weak. Don't tell anybody I said that. 
Maybe he's a little punk. Maybe if we just punch him, we'll go down. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Mm. Oh, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Dang it. I was going to see you... if you, you could... Like, you know how you remember you called the... Uh, you got Eli from one side of the library to the other before? Does that reach far enough to get to the, uh... The Dean or anybody? Anybody? I don't know. Maybe if we go... If I direct it upwards, maybe somebody's a couple levels up. We could try. Should we try? I mean, it's up to, that's up to you. I, I just, you know, in case, exactly. if we do open the store, if we have any backup or anything, I don't know. I don't know. Would Whatever. you like to attempt it, Pez? <laughs> yeah, that's possible. I was thinking if I have to, like, specifically target it at somebody. I believe so. And I think the distance is 60 feet, am I correct? Uh, 120. 120, oh, excellent. Um, 120 straight up, you'd likely get to someone, but I don't think you know well enough where you are that you would know who to contact. Does that make sense? Maybe, no, go ahead. You didn't tell me that in character. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. I need more coffee. I can, I can just shoot around and see if anybody responds. Just pew, pew, pew. How about this? How about this? I Because I'm interested to see if the luck can can stay with, with Pez here. Um, you point upwards from where you're at, and you want to send a message. Who are you sending it to? Does it have to be a specific person or just the first person Toward a creature there. within range target and only the target can hear the message reply in a whisper you can hear you can cast a spell through solid objects if you're familiar with the target and mm. know it is beyond the barrier so that's why you're underground right now you got ceiling and stone and rock and a ton of stuff above you you got 120 feet which is great but you hey. need to know who you're trying to part <laughs> who you're trying to uh to reach here I think the most likely person would Maybe be Kevin. Kevin, help us. Okay, <laughs> sure. You want to do Kevin? Yeah. Okay. I actually, Kevin. I love this idea. Um. All right. I have mentally set a DC for this. Roll me. Um. <laughs> roll me your spell. Uh, attack. <laughs> uh, spell attack. How do I roll that? Um, I believe if you click it, it should function like the the word, the spell attack thing. Spell attack. Is that if in not, the... if not, if there's just a bonus, just do a d20 plus the bonus, which I believe is d20 plus four for you. I don't six. know if you're six. Okay, d20 plus six, please. Fourteen. It looks like Kevin is not 120 feet above you somewhere. How much time do we have? Should, should we? Should I, should I keep trying this? You, we, we can hang out down here for a bit. What's the, what does it look like when you're when you call forth the message and then whether you get a reply or not? Hello. Boop, boop. Hello. Boop. <laughs> I love Pez. Uh, uh, do you know you're trying to call Kevin? Uh, we don't want to accidentally uh, call one of the the Mordens. Uh, I don't know how your uh, your magic works, uh, but uh, 
is the Mordain like horizontal somewhere? I think last we saw, right? It could be up though. It could be. Well, we don't know uh, which Mordain is. Well, we know the one Mordain if if he is the real Mordain. We don't actually know yet. We should. We don't know where that uh, Corvum went. Maybe we should uh, at least grab up that other one. The cor. You know what we could do? We can. You could. You could try to convince the Corvum that you're the only one alive (gasps) with your message, and see if you can draw him out. Maybe. Maybe. Feel like nothing bad could happen, well, unless he comes here with bone people. And then we can run. So yeah, we just run away, no problem. We're very fast. We all okay with that? Should we try it? Ready up, sort of thing. Should you hide? You want to hide in a corner and grab him when he comes in? You, you uh, can wait. Yep. Uh, you're strong, you're strong, Dagony. You wanna... I, I guess I can uh, wait by a door if... Uh... Okay. But yeah. if, uh, if we're running, I don't know about it. Uh, I better pick up my uh, my stuff first. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get ready to shoot him just in case you get him. If he tries to do anything funny, you know. Like he also moves very far away to the door, but also draws, <laughs> like, ready to run, but also draws an arrow yeah. just in case. Yeah, okay, Dag, sure. Dag picks up his stuff, and then, uh, uh, with, uh, with door did, uh, did he go? Any, uh, this, this bottom see? left one here. You would remember that. I don't know, his brain is not so sharp. He's an older gentleman. Uh, <laughs> a lot happens when you're being swung around with a skeleton. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll hide. Yeah. Uh, roll me stealth. Just uh, give me give me give me some stealth. See what's up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh I know. <laughs> I just want to see how well hidden you are against this wall here. That's zero. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. This is good. This is good. This is good. All right. Are ready in action? <laughs> um. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? What action are you readying? The talons. You want to grip them with your toesies? Yeah. Okay. Reach out and grab the grip with my feet. (laughs) Reach out and touch face. All right. Um, Pez, you want to send this message? Is anyone else hiding here? Uh, Lucky's not, but he's definitely like readying a shot if we get the guy grappled pretty much. So I imagine he would be like over here or something where he can still shoot like ready with yeah like under the table somewhere just yeah. kind of ready to do yeah. it yeah sure 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 yeah okay. i i think eli would do uh about the same i think he's got the blade of the wood ready and sort of like brandished and pointed okay. at the 
area, just like ready to cast its its spike growth spell, like if he needs to quickly snare the guy. Yeah, absolutely. Forgot you had that. Yeah, good idea. Mm -hmm. I just haven't been using it because there's been Skellermans. Yeah, I, got, I gotta bash them, not stab them. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, okay, Pez. The floor is yours. What would you like to do here? All right, y'all ready? I'm gonna cough. I'm gonna put on my feeblest voice. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. I'm dying. Uh -huh. And then, and then, just point in the general direction of sure where he ran and try and. You're familiar send enough with what they look like. Yeah. Okay, I have a mental DC for what it's gonna take for you to hit to get this guy with this message because you're not sure where that door goes right now, right? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and roll me the same thing you just did. One d twenty plus six, please. The twelve. It's enough. Ooh. It's enough. What do you say? Corval, uh, uh, I'm the only one left. Oh, all my friends are. Dad, uh, I get what you were saying. Can, can I help? Oh. You hear, like, you get this mental ping back to you where it is recognized that you, you've sent a message. Ow. Ow. You weren't supposed to die. No one else was supposed to get hurt. I'm supposed to fix this. The creature is it alive? I, I don't know. Uh, it's not. Can you, can you can you help? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, roll me an insight check, real quick. Five? A five. Okay. Uh, he seems apprehensive. You're not really sure why yet. You're the only one alive. There's no one else. No, not, I'm just barely alive. That thing was real scary. You know, I shouldn't have flipped the screen so fast. Roll me persuasion. Eleven. Eleven. Close enough. After a minute or so, this Corvum approaches the door and if I get him back to the lair, opens it. Dagonet, you note that it opens out towards you and Corvum steps through, not recognizing you're there until it's right outside the door. Do you want to do something here? Yeah, he's he's grabbing a hold of him. All right, roll me, please, a uh, an athletics check to grapple this uh, this Corvum here. And chat, I'm gonna bring up some some uh, uh, some aids so you know what uh, what's going on and what this person uh, looks like. Because I know some people haven't seen him. Also, I don't know if Rob can hear us right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay, we'll give it a moment.
Headset died. Okay, it can hear again. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. So, Chad, I've brought it up on the screen here. This Corvum walks out and you've made the athletics check here a 19. That is very well rolled. This man here is not very strong and you're able to easily grapple them uh, with your claws by their, their bird arms. Uh, and he goes, ah, ah, you, ah, you, and he sees Pez across the room. You, you lied to me. Tried to kill us. I didn't, I didn't intend for anyone to die. I didn't mean my, oh, you fools. You killed the only thing that could have saved us. Why? Because it was going to kill us. He's still like aiming the arrow at you. But on your command. Just die. I will shoot you, you if you don't stop budging, is all I'm saying. He like, <laughs> still tense, but he's, he stopped pulling against Dagonet. Futilely, obviously. Dagonet's just like iron gripped here. <laughs> even with 11 total hit points remaining. It was going to suck the life out of the creature. It was going to save us by destroying the power that held it together. And you killed it. And there goes all of our hope for the wood. All of it. Maybe if, maybe if you told us that, I mean, before you put it on us. But now we don't know that, did we? And Let I'll... me go and I'll make another. No, no, hang on now. Hang on now. You mean to tell me that you, who have been working in absolute secrecy among the folks at this college, disguising yourself as Mordain, and you're trying to save the wood? Why would the college not want to be a part of that? He drops his head down I'm, it's my fault. It's my shame. And I had to fix it. Yeah, I could have fixed it. You, you said that before, but what, you caused that? It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't on purpose. I was trying to save the wood. I was trying. And you know now, like, he, he begins crying. I... Take me to the Dean. He knows me. I'll explain it all. I really hope you know what you're doing, heroes. Because that was our best shot. Uh, we'll see about that. On our on our on our way, can we? Uh, can, um, I am. I, I assume that you're the reason why Mordain is in whatever he's in. I want to make a special note here. Uh, Lucky, did you ever take off the necklace that made you look like Mordain? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, so let's backtrack and chat because again, some of you guys don't know who Mordain is at this point in time. Let me show you what Lucky looked like the entirety of that fight. 
This is lucky. That's what they looked like. A strig with tiny little glasses and a very smart tie. The oh librarian. <laughs> so now Lucky's voice is coming out of this illusory Mordain Swift Gale. There it is. I'm not, I'm not gonna go back on what I asked because I imagine Lucky probably forgot as well that he looked yeah, like. Sure. So he's like, on the way back, can we figure out what happened? Take off the amulet. It's so annoying. I lived day in and day out as that man. I, I Take it off. Only if you'll tell me who Eli talked to upstairs wearing the same pendant. It was me. Give me my arm. Just give me my arm for a second. Do you let go of his arm? Can I inside? Absolutely, yeah, inside check this. A four. Uh, seems pretty defeated. You're not sure you trust him? This is Dagonet. You're not sure you trust him. He's a magic dealer. You don't know what to do with this. What do you want with your, with your hand? In the rope? Here, in the right deep pocket down low, you'll find an identical amulet. Diana will kind of like turn him in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you like one his... arm, you one hand both of his arms and like reach in and pull it out. And yeah, an identical amulet. I made two, okay? I lose things. Well, who the hell? Take off Wait. his look at Eli and be like, then how, is he really that quick that he would have gotten down here after you talked to him and the medicine in the back of the library, you know? You, you know, I am not a intelligent, uh, learned uh, a bird, uh, but we had some more than uh, shortly uh, before coming down here and you were in the middle of uh, uh, teaching a class. So, uh, how do you explain, uh, explain that? Secret tunnel you went through? When I heard the crash and as soon as Hedge left, looked it to another one. Ran here as fast as I can. You do realize I'm a very powerful wizard, right? I mean, arguably, Mm. Don't look through that fast, though. I am getting older, yes, but I i used to be a great adventurer, and not all of that's worn away. Please, can we go to the Dean? Yes, I'll let that insufferable librarian go. All right, well, we'll do that on the, on the way, of, uh, of course, so, uh... Of course. Yeah, and if you try to run, I'm gonna put this back on. So you got two insufferable librarians on you. Uh, well, and you've guaranteed me and my cooperation. You guys head back up the long hallway. And again, to remind you, this hallway is dusted with these floating, glowing moats so that your entire journey is in a dim 
light. You do eventually find yourself back in the classroom where all of the skeletons were defeated. Do you want to spend some time in here? There are pages and books all over the place and chalkboards full of calculations and circles of magic and is there anything that's particularly like shiny or rich looking shiny or rich looking in here it's been, uh, a, it's been a minute and i perceive almost died for me <laughs> perceive for me i think also eli would like to say something perceive to, well no he would like to oh. say something to odd ball, but We'll, yeah, we'll we'll get there in a moment. We'll do this. Yeah, that's All a right, natural sorry, twenty. Um, is there anything particularly shiny in this room? I think, disappointingly, no. But in your quick look around, you note pages that have been clearly torn from books. Huh. Lucky's gonna run over and. and check and see if these are pages from the Calamity books. You have pages about the Calamity, about elemental creatures, and about conjuration. Look, he's gonna, like, throw them up and be like, You're the one who's been tearing the pages from the books! We spent all Of course I'm the one that's been tearing the pages from the books! <laughs> he, like, screams out of about, You wasted all my time! We were gonna read- I hate reading! I hate reading books! I had to read, like, four books! And I'm honestly surprised that you can read. Put this pin on. Well, no. <laughs> oh, son of Yes. That whole stack. All the missing pages from those stupid books. Can't believe you found the right books even. So then what the only one that could read was the Luma. And you got that stupid student helping you. Kevin, what a kiss ass. Take that back. Be nice. Oh, well, he is. Did you see how he fawned over you? He doesn't even know you. I mean, I'm not opposed to fawning. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There is something wrong with, with bone creatures and trying to kill people. And I don't know, whatever shenanigans you were up to earlier. Have you seen the elemental aspect that we're against here? Do you understand the gravity of the situation that we have? Yeah, we've I feel seen like it. if you've seen it, you wouldn't send these little bony people to go fight it. That just, I feel Not like that's the little bony people, the big bony person. Did you not? You fought with it, yes? How did it perform? Oh uh, well, we were almost crushed by giant boulders, and we did not even get close to it. So I don't think you're uh, no, 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 big My bony creature. guy. Uh, My creature, how did it do? Tiny, is the compared to the, the, the mountain that... Uh... But I made it so big. It's literally classified as large. But the <sighs> elemental is like a... is volcano-sized. It's a mountain. Mountain? Have you not seen what you're fighting? Looks sheepishly away. So I... you chide us for our lack of experience, and we're the ones that I ran away, it. okay? I ran away! And I built something that I thought would help, and... Drained the life force and the magic from the creature, and... Really the size of a mountain? 
wait, wait. I don't think there's enough bones in all of humble in all of the wood to make something the size of a mountain. What do you mean you went away? What do you What do you mean I ran away? Away? I don't want to have to tell the story twice. Can we just get up to the dean? Up to you, Eli. You're the you know. You're the one who knows the dean as well as any of us. I mean, you're the only one who talked to him mostly more than any of us. Uh, yeah, I'm just still not sure what you're. <sighs> yeah, let's just go to the dean. Thank you. <sighs> okay. The stack you have there is from all the books that I ripped the pages. I don't know if you just take those and you'll be, well, you'll have all of them. Uh, I am placing inside your journals a summary, essentially, of the missing pages. What it has is the initial uh, wording of the books that you found of import and the subsequent portions that are important that were ripped out. Now, the Conjuration Tomes, there's a lot more of these, but you do have the last passage that is italicized. Okay? So these are the missing pages from the books of the library. Um, we can take time to read them when you when you have time and whenever you want to, when you're on your way back to Aldorheart, maybe, or you're doing something else. That's totally fine. Um, but as of right now, since the party is on the move, we're going to just keep working with that, Okay. Uh, you guys make your way up out of the classroom and uh, towards where Mordane Swiftgale is put in a closet. And eventually you make your way there into the small study and Oddwald looks at Dagon and goes, I'm gonna need these. <clears throat> Very well, but... Uh, um... I'm at least going to at least uh, hold the back of you, and he's gonna like kind of grab the small of his back. That's fine. As long as you. And he says something in weird bird folk magic, ancient necrotic language, and reaches his claws in and pops out Mordain from the stasis that he was in. Mordain. You hear like a big intake of air and a <sighs> and his eyes flutter for a bit and then he falls over. Oddwald, the core of him, tries to cap catch him but is not very strong and he ah! kind of falls over, only being held up by Dagonet, so Mordain falls to the ground. Mordain seems to be uh, Eli, unconscious. Eli will help him up and Oh boy, try to. Mordain's like, and he leans very heavily on you, Eli. That's all right, I'll support him. Yep. Uh, he doesn't walk very well, but you're pretty strong, dude, so you'll be able to make it work. Uh, you guys just leave from this area and, and head on up the elevator. Is that the plan? Okay. As you exit the library, Two of the avium guard are standing outside at their usual posts and oh hey whoa what's uh what's going on here don't 
Don't worry about it. We're on an important diplomatic mission to go see the Dean. It's fine. Roll me persuasion. Let's see if it, let's see if it works. Come on. Boy, 12? That's a 12. Uh, sorry, Miss Pez. Uh, it's literally my job to worry about stuff. So, uh, in that case, uh, may we escort you then? Uh, that is, uh, that is good, sir. He, like, leans back to keep an eye on this one. Ah. Ah, yes. I've seen the type wizard, right? Mm -hmm. Of course I'm a wizard! Look at the robes! And a mouthy one. Johnson! You're with me! Come on! And they follow you to the elevator, where you swipe your little badge, and... We get a very nice uh, elevator loading screen transition where everyone's kind of just sitting and twiddling their thumbs and Oddwell's like, how, uh, what'd you guys have for breakfast today? No, okay. Uh, I'm on the bad side here and Oddwell's, what a good book that was. Something about Mother Goose. <laughs> and leans over and one of the guards is like, Ah, I think this one should probably go to the infirmary, don't you think? Uh, he, he's, he'll, he'll be all right. And I think Eli will, uh, cast another spell he's totally had the entire time. Uh-huh, what was it? Oh, man. Just, you know. Eli would like to, uh, give Mordain some good bears. <laughs> You can, up to 10 good berries appear in your hand and are infused the magic for the duration. A creature yeah. can use its action to eat the berry. Eating the berry restores one hit point, giving them nourishment to sustain a creature for the day. Yeah. So you try to put the, the good berry in Mordain's mouth? Yes. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. He seems to be still pretty loopy here. This reminds me of TwitchCom. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, it seems that Mordain's issue is not necessarily one of hit points or nourishment, but maybe residual effects from being locked in a necromantic stasis for a couple months? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So more okay. good berries is what you're saying. What I'm saying is you could better put all of those good berries into that beak. You know I am. Okay. Trying uh, all to, of the good berries go in. Help. There's like good berry. Oh. Like gradually. Like good berry juice just dripping all over the place. And guard just kind of looks at me and he's like, yeah. feeding the librarian then? Is that... Oh. It, it's, it's been a long day. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, all right, then. And eventually, irks. It opens up into the uh, the floor where the dean's office is, uh, and the two guards step out, kind of look warily side to side, and they, all right, then uh, we will go and announce your presence. And he goes to the dean's door and Dean, the heroes of Aldehan are here to see you and uh, guests. I suppose two guests. After a while, the door is. Oh, um, but hello, uh, yes, here, Oddwald? 
Yeah, uh, hi. Okay. Um, yeah, you better come in. Um, what's wrong with Mordain? Um, we can explain. Or rather, uh, this one can explain. I rather hope so, because this is... God, what are you doing back here? And, Dagonet, why do you have his claws behind his back? What is going... May you know, we, you're may we come inside, in. inside, inside, yes. And he backs up and he lets you all kind of pile in and there's not enough chairs in here, but you know, you can slump uh, Winsworth down into, or excuse me, uh, Mordain down into one of them and you can put the, uh, put or, uh, Oddwald down into another one if you want to and kind of like hold him there and. Mm-hmm. What is Oddwald? Why? Eli, what is going on? The Mordain Swiftgale that we have been associating with uh, has actually been Oddwald using, uh, well, Lucky. <sighs> Prepare yourself. It's going to be weird. God, I hate this thing. Put the pendant on, and you immediately become Mordain. You are of height and of width and of sound to Mordain. Then he goes, oh, my goodness. Well, that's something. Um, Looks over at Aldwall, and he looks at the group. Okay, so... So Aldwall was impersonating the librarian. And those pages that we found in those books that were missing? Yes, I remember you telling me. He stole them. He's been operating in a, it seems like a hidden classroom beneath the library. Accessible, uh, behind a bookshelf that may or may not have gotten a little damaged in our, uh, investigation. I. And I'm very much curious as to know why exactly. Oh, me as well. Uh, Oddwald, you're a brilliant student here and a teacher as well. How could you? Oddwald just kind of shrugs. Ow. I may have been involved in the issues that our heroes have brought to the Havium's attention and Alderheart as a whole. My family has a prophecy generations and generations old. That an Ebonheart will be the one to finally heal the wood from the great calamity that birthed the Scorched Grove. For years, I've believed it would be me. Hoped it would be me. But the more I learned, the less I knew about the fundamental 
nature of the problem. Six months ago, I was granted a vision. Some entity visited me in a dream and imparted knowledge of the aspect's existence. It showed me the location of the seal, told me the spells I might use to heal the grove of the aspect's influence once and for all. The entity kept itself hidden. All I could hear was a voice. Old. Felt wise beyond the understanding of myself or any mortal. I went to the grove. The conjuration circle. Where it all began. And it was active. Unusually so. As if the seal was already weakening. I used the spells that were gifted to me to try and cleanse the area of the energy. The circle and the sigils flared. And that's when the fires began to spread. Immediately around me, to be quite honest, and that's why I ran and that's why I never saw the form of the aspect. Oh, I... <sighs> took it upon myself to fix the issue. I went to find help. I used to be uh, an adventurer of some renown. The Dean you know, nods his head at this. Yes, yes. I went to find my friend Riffin. Known as the Ash Knight. Uh, stays around Alderheart these days. Uh, working for the Perch Guard. We used to travel together. and I went to stay with him in Ashbarrow. When the fires came. We did our best to help people evacuate, but... During the chaos, a building collapsed and Riffin was badly hurt. I pulled him from the flames and I brought him to Alderheart. It was my fault. All of those homes, Riffin almost dying, those people burning in the streets. I couldn't stay in Alderheart. I had to find a way to fix it. And he looks up where at the Dean and then over to Eli pointedly. By any means necessary. It seems all I've done is succeed in hurting others. It's not what I wanted. I should have asked for help, but... It's becoming more clear that... Maybe I couldn't accept the idea that I... Couldn't fix it alone. <laughs> My own pride... As the chosen son... Of Ebonheart. To blame. 
I hope one day you can find it in your hearts to forgive me of my pride and my shame, but I am truly sorry the way I acted. And I am, from all of my research I've done so far, the cobble fright. And the Dean Perks says, cobble fright? In the world is that? was the only way, the only thing I could make that would drain the energy of the aspect out from it, to cause it to go dormant again. I did some things. I took advantage of some Spells that may have allowed me some assistance from the old professors of this place. Which, though she doesn't know it yet, Glinda's work with has been remarkable. And again, the dean goes, Glinda's work with the... And he looks at you guys. Do you appear surprised at this or just serious about... No, no surprise. Okay, um... <clears throat> Her work with them has made them smart. I, they were helping me work out the conjuration circle, some kind of seal again. Helped me build the fright itself. They can't speak, but it's like they knew what they were trying to fix. Really quite incredible and worth some serious study if we ever get the opportunity to, but... Well, now they're all piles of crumbled bone downstairs, so... And Dean's like, crumbled bone?! My old friends?! What is going on?! Hero, what is he saying?! You remember, you remember Fitz, the kid who saw something? No. Yes. He did see something, and that was that's what this guy summoned, essentially, using his necromancy works, which we just had to put down, down underneath put, the library. And unfortunately, the the servitors that was helping him, uh, had he not sent them to attack us, and he kind of like, oh, yes, that was strengthens one of his those grip a little things. bit on a shoulder ow, ow, as he says ow, it. Ow, uh, I deserve that. We would not have attacked them. Oh, yeah, Dean, that is, it's, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I took advantage of some of the spells and uh, they're smarter and, well, they were loyal as well. And I think they really believed in what we were doing. Though it's mostly impossible to say. Uh, they're true dead now. The Dean's just like, Lord Walt, why didn't you come to me with this? Could have helped you. Well, it seems that we still have the issue of not being able to solve the problem of the aspect. Lord Walt, are you sure that this is the only solution that you could come up with? Heroes, do you have anything else, maybe, that you could have gleaned? 
or the pages, the ripped out pages, do, do they have anything? I mean, we we just we just came up here after finding the ripped pages that we could have found a few days ago. Downstairs, Eli, we'll have to read them now. Eli walks over to Lucky and gestures for him to give him the pages, mm -hmm. and he takes the pages, nods to Lucky, walks in front of Oddwald, and kind of gets down on his. Uh, on his haunches a little bit, so he's eye to eye with Oddwald. Yeah. Alderheart. Rat. You're one of. You were in Alderheart. From Alderheart. Yes, I was there recently. Hmm. You know a, uh. Tever? No, I don't recognize the name. And a Saradin. I, I I don't know a who's Saradin. Countless folk hurt by pride in some family prophecy. You wanted so badly to prove that you were what? Uh, a hero? A prodigy? Hell, next divine? I, I am unbelievably and uncharacteristically angry right now. However, I'm going to put aside that anger. I'm going to ask you up front, do you really want, believe that you can help the humble wood right now with what you gleaned from these pages? For enduring all of Eli's accusations, Oddwald has shrunken to an even smaller form, if that could be possible, and couldn't meet your eyes at all. But at your last sentence, are you sure? Could you help? Are you serious? He does raise his gaze and meets yours steadily and evenly. Yes. I need to fix this. And I will do whatever I need to do to help. It's 14 insight. 14? As far as you know, without any magical aid, yeah, he's telling the truth. How long? Until? How long did it take you to conjure up whatever the hell we just killed? Couple months. Yeah. Is it possible to do it faster 
with the help of folks that know the necromantic arts. The dean is looking around like, no, 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 no. This whole thing, all of this necromancy is not allowed here in the avium. I will not allow it to happen again. Dean, you have your dead friends walking around bringing you scones. And you're going to tell me that necromancy is where you draw the line? They volunteer for that. Um. Well, I'm volunteering you that we need to step it the fuck up. When it comes to the thing that is going to burn our entire forest to the ground. And the entire time we have been here, we have gotten beaten up by our own shadows, some bone monsters in your in your gardens, all because you wouldn't give us the attentiveness that, frankly, I am seeing the most out of the man trying to stop us actively. At least he gives a damn about what's happening. You just see Lucky behind him like... <laughs> <laughs> the hype manning it. He's like, ah. Roll me intimidation. With advantage, please. And also, for the record, take yourself an inspiration for that bad boy. That shit was wild. That's a 22. Yeah, okay. Yadin's scared. Yadin is scared. <laughs> I... <sighs> Uh, my, I am responsible for all of the people here at the Avium, not just for one thing. I had to make sure that there isn't panic uh, around and, and had to maintain the decorum of the Avium and, and, uh, and you see, watch his, like, his, all of his plumage, even his, like, ridiculously plumed robe, just kind of all of it deflates underneath your gaze and your tirade. Just, I, and, I, uh, Newsflash, people are panicking all over the wood right now. And a leader, somebody who is truly responsible for the people that look up to him, a leader leads. A leader doesn't tuck the problem away, brush it under the rug. A leader looks the problem in the face. As I'm looking you in the face right now and leads I um ah. and you watch this like Oddwald is like staring at the Dean right now just as fierce-eyed as Eli is um Oddwald, is there maybe potentially a way um, to not use the necromancy? I... Is it truly the only solution? Oddwald looks up. I would need more time. Three or four days, maybe. We were close. Close to something else. Who, who the time know? it takes to build one of those two, I, I don't know what's worth it. What do you mean by we? Sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt, but... Me and the former professors. Oh. So, if we get, yeah. uh... 
but the rest a real of the professor. staff and uh, the brightest uh, students, uh, you know, that uh, are trustworthy and, uh, you know, uh, could you uh, figure out the rest uh, of what you were going into uh, quicker? If I had the resources and some of the professors, give me three days. We can find the knowledge in the in the library and figure out the conjuration equation. We could do it. He looks over at the dean. We could. Dean, you said it yourself. This man is a talented alumni farmer professor. Brilliant. Yes. He's one of our finest and went on to be quite the adventurer. Famously so, in fact. Well, then as stupid and misguided what was done initially that caused this resurgence of the calamity. Do you trust that this very adventure that you hold so highly your one of your finest would hold the answer that he believes is most effective one one moment um he goes behind his desk and pulls out a key ring from one of his deep sleeve pockets, and you note that there's quite a few keys on there. No, no, no. This one. And he goes into a drawer, and he unlocks it, and he goes, I have never actually had to use these at any point in time in my life, but... And he pulls out a set of silver shackles. They seem to be connected by a thin silver chain between the two of them. And he comes over to Oddwald and he says, You know what these are? Oddwald nods his head. Yes. And if it helps you, trust me. He, he places out his claws. The Dean clasps Oddwald in the silver bracers, the, the manacles, excuse me. And Oddwald sighs. The Dean looks to the party and says, These enchanted manacles will prevent him from casting any magic while he wears them. And they are impossible to remove except for... He pulls out a small silver key and he hands it to Eli. Unless he is freed of them. Yes, Oddwald, I do trust you. You have helped me in more ways and in many times as I can count. You and your adventuring party back in the days. The Avium, he looks at you all, wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for them, and I do owe him at least that. You will get the resources you need. As many as you need. Though it does look like Mordain might need a couple days of recovery, so you might not have the librarian. Nodwald shakes his head and gives a little chuckle. <laughs> I've been working as a librarian and switched around how many times and how many ways to catalog that place that I probably know it better. 
Dean shakes his head and says, fine, fine. Guards, he calls into his amulet. Please send for the medics. Um, we have a professor that is in need of attention. Quickly, thank you. A couple moments pass and the guards come in and a stretcher is brought up. Um, and Mordain uh, is the real Mordain is placed onto the stretcher. Lucky still looks like Mordain by wearing the amulet, but, you know, the people kind of look around and they're like, this is weird, but, you know, the Avium's a magical college and stuff like this kind of happens sometimes, so, yeah, okay, okay. And uh, Mordain is taken away. The librarian is off to recover somewhere. The dean shakes his head and he looks at you. <sighs> you all look rough, too. Well, the infirmary is at your disposal, as usual. Uh, the magical things that they can do to help heal the body might be of some help for you all. I will have Oddwald here, and he gestures to the two guards, under watchful eye. And it seems after some much-needed rest and food, tomorrow we begin in earnest to find a new solution. Is that acceptable to you, heroes of Alderheart? What else are we gonna do? <laughs> Finally glad that we're actually going to find uh, progress after all that. I am deeply sorry that I was not as helpful as I should have been. That I didn't know the extent of our troubles here at the Avium. I will try to find some way to make it up to you. But please, make use of the infirmary. Have some rest. I will have food brought to your rooms. Rest in Good day. And you are ushered out by the guards. Is there anything that you guys would like to discuss here right now? Or shall we move slightly ahead to when the research has happened, when you have all recovered and rested, and when the next part of this story begins? I think the only thing of note that Lucky is, he's hanging onto the brooch. It's about the coolest thing he's gotten since he's been here. Oh yeah, it's definitely not been taken away from you. You actually <laughs> have that still. Yeah, he just like takes it off. He keeps it with his stuff. Mm -hmm. Little potential Puts purposes. it in a little pocket. Yeah, it's like, this could make sneaking around real easy. Yeah. Do you try to hide that you have it or you... Uh... No, I, I imagine... I, once we leave the room, I mean, it's not like he's like going like, <laughs> he just kind of takes it off, yeah. puts it in his pocket, but mentally he, he's like noting like, I'm going to hang on to that guy. I swear to God, Lucky. What? If you sneak up on me as Mordain, I'm not liable for what I do. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I trust those handcuffs work fine on that guy, but I mean, like, uh, can you imagine just surprising him as Mordain every once in a while to keep him in order? You know, 
that's pretty much, you know. He was like shivering in his boots, like, the Mamodain, you know. Yeah, I think I've had about enough of that man that if I even met the real one, I'd be uh, pretty well over it. Exactly. How do you get some west? I don't really have much else to contribute. I'm just, I'm just really glad he fessed up to the bone thing, to the, to the Dean as far as, as far as I'm saying, you know. Yeah, the guy's a a proud son of a bitch, but he's not an idiot. I really did well, mean what I said. He did get tricked into uh, releasing whatever that got released. Uh, so I don't know that Debatable. it was tricked so much as his cowardice outweighed his pride thought that bone creature was gonna work i feel like that's kind of dumb we beat that bone creature we were gonna get wrecked by that fire mountain thing I barely beat the bone creature but still yeah. i mean maybe i don't i don't was... no go ahead what are you gonna say like oh i was just gonna say maybe he's on his way to like that was the prototype you know and now that he's got the resources uh, well, hopefully it's not taking the form of an even bigger one of those but I mean I just commend Jeff it's not being madman because I, I, I just uh, if he had not been so concerned about being you know like the savior of everything then like uh, we could have had a bunch of uh, where's this guy? <laughs> anyways uh, if he had if he had a fessed up you know, and, and said he had an idea of how to help fix, you know, save this calamity or whatever, then, like, I, you know, like... It could have been here a couple of days ago. And a couple of seven, se, se, uh, skeletons not dead, you know. Mm-hmm. Dead, dead. Re-dead, dead, you know. So I'm still mad. I mean, I'm mad, I'm mad, but, you know, I understand pride, I guess, so... But still... I, I like to think that all of these conversations are happening like while in between you're getting like bandaged up and healed and whatever when they like walk away and then you kind of have a little bit of a conversation and eventually you make it back up to your rooms and there are more discussions to be had on a different day maybe but I think t- now is time for some rest and now is also time for the big level five. Yeah! Congratulations, team. You have hit level five. Fantastic. And you know what that means? It means we get to roll health live on air because that's the way that we do things here. So let's talk about level five stuff a little bit. I like uh, giving little glimpses uh, into some of the uh, intricacies of doing levels up and stuff like that. So what we'll do is um, let's start like, we'll we'll go around. So for visually, it'll be Malaveth, Rob, then Lady May, uh, and then simply Jackson that will do this. So Malaveth at level five and chat, we've talked about this previously. So hopefully everyone in the players and myself are all up to date on what we are doing for level five. And we're just going to explain to you what's happening here. Um, what is Pez's level five thing? What does Pez get to do now? Level five thing? Mm-hmm. Like new spell sort of stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get... No, 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 you don't have to say what the spell is right now, but what you get an additional spell at second level, correct? 
I get an extra spell at, ooh, uh, okay, so I know eight total, so that's one more than before. And okay. I'm four, three, and then it says two at third level. Okay. So I think I get an extra spell and then two third level slots. Excellent, that's awesome. So now you have third yeah. level spell slots. Very and cool. My bardic inspiration is going to be a D8 instead of a D6 now. That's huge. That'll wow. Be nice. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Um, so you are now level five, and let me find Pez stats here for the overlay. All right, Pez, you want to yeah. roll me some HP, please? Yeah. All right, so you can basically just hit hit die, and ah. that is going to end up being your your new HP add-on there. <laughs> that is a natural one plus Neat. two health. I've been rolling real bad today. L lucky for you, this is a show, and uh, I like keeping my characters around. So if there's ever a natural one, you get a chance to re-roll it, but you have to take whatever it is. Oh, yeah, I would do that. Yeah. That's okay. better. An eight. Yeah, we're feeling pretty good about that one now. Fantastic. We go back uh, to roll. Chat, and I understand you're, oh, not rules is written. You didn't take the first roll of the thing. This is a show. If Pez died off immediately because they rolled a natural one on their level up to level five, I'd be mad at myself. So I'm not going to let that happen. Um, okay, so plus eight. So your total is now 42. Is that correct? That sounds right. I'm really bad at math. Okay. Yep. Uh, I believe it is 42. So there we go. Good job, Pez. Welcome to level five. Yeah, the ones have been rather tough tonight, uh, especially damage-wise. It's been a, it's been an issue. But that's okay. That's okay. Uh, and so I said that it was going to go top right, so it ends up actually being bonus stage Rob right now. Uh, Rob, what happened to level five for you? Uh, my channel divinity does a thing now. Uh, another thing. So any undead that uh, fails the save on my turn undead um, mm -hmm. of a CR one half or lower, uh, just fucking die. Mm. Yeah, they just so get all of destroyed. those former professors you probably could have at level five just annihilated. Could have just destroyed them. Mm. Good, good, good. I love that. Could have um, just wreckled them. Is there anything else? Do you get you get extra spell slots at five? I know a fourth. Oh no, wait, I knew a fourth cantrip last time. Oh my god, did I add that? Not that it would have been crazy amazing, but oh, I did add that. Okay, good. Thanks, Past Rob. Um, and job, I get third level spells. I get two third level slots. Two of them. Yeah. For cleric, that means fireball, right? Yeah, buddy. I think Eli's yeah, had enough fire buddy. for uh, <laughs> to say. We'll see. Yeah, buddy. I also want to, okay. as a side note, say that uh, this is going to be us with with Oddwald. We're going to be best Yeah, that's Oddwald on the cover. We're going to be best fans, and we're going to fucking curse worse. And that's that's Riffin on the cover as well. Uh, oh. So that's his, his adventuring buddy, Riffin. Oh. Yeah. So... That's who this good, is all based good on. Bean. Very good. Yeah, he's a good bean. He's a good guy. He's the guy. Uh, actually, if, if anyone remembers, this is like deep cuts. Uh, he's the knight that taught Dagonet their uh, shield feet. No way. Yeah. Oh yeah, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So deep cuts. Deep cuts. Uh, so Eli, would you like to roll me some HP, please? Okay. 
I'll try not to let you down, Dad. Can I use you my never inspiration? No. God, I wish. <laughs> no, you're good. You can do it. You think so? I think so. That's another natural one. Again, same rules apply. Reroll that, please. That's so funny. An 11. This is literally max. You went from min to max. This is the story of this Did entire I do it right? show. This is the story of this entire show. I oh, want everyone to know. Man. It's so... This is... This is so on brand for us here at Diefall. This is great. I love this. He's uh, I think this puts you equal to Pez now. Nope, just two above Pez now. You've caught up and surpassed Pez the Bard in HP. So we, we're there. We're done. Yes. Uh, okay. Good job, Eli. Congratulations. Dagonet, you are now next. Dagonet gets the big stuff as a fighter here. So Dagonet, what is your level five big thing? I just get plus three in proficiency bonus and a second attack. Yes. The biggest thing, second attack for a fighter is absolutely massive. Because that means with an action surge, you attack four times in a single turn. It's oh, sure pretty obscene. It's pretty obscene. I love everything about it. So that's very, very good. Uh, yes. So check your proficiencies in, in roll 20. If you level up in roll 20 and put it to five, make sure it bumps your proficiency to the correct number. Okay. Because you should, I, I believe, May's right here, and that it goes from two to three. So yep, that's, honestly, at five, that's massive. It's like plus one to everything. So that's that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, murder truck is go with turbo. Exactly. We have extra horsepower on this murder truck now. Um, fantastic. Okay, uh, so Dagon A, let's roll some, some HP, shall we? Nice. That is it. Yeah, you got max HP with 12. Holy crap. Uh, what is your current max save for you? Because I have 29 here. Yeah. Yeah? Okay, so you now have 41 health. There you go. Still one point behind Pez, but that's okay. Your AC is a cool 20 when you have your shield out. So that's, I mean, what, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> All right, cool. And last and certainly not least, Lucky. What is your level five stuffs? <gasps> All right, so Lucky's level five stuff is uh, plus three proficiency instead of two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He also gets an extra attack now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just wait. Uh, he gets to learn one more spell and he gets yes. to have one more level one spell slot and two level two spell slots for the first time ever. So. Yeah, no, that that's big spell upgrades at five for for rangers for sure. Yeah. Um, the extra attack though, again, is ridiculous. Lucky already has some really ridiculous damage output when the when the numbers when the when, the, when I they hit roll. right yeah yeah when they hit it's <laughs> obscene. Uh, mostly like dueling and and having the uh, oh my goodness the hunter's mark. mark on top of it too, and you yeah. get to do that twice now. So, <laughs> yeah. It's a minimum of six extra damage on your turn if you just attack with a sword. Mm -hmm. So that's it's it's pretty crazy. Um, okay, cool. Roll me some HP. Okay, All right, I just cracked the hit dice. Were correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a two. Oh my god. A two. Well, it's not a natural one. Oh, your con's negative. That's what happens there. That's two. But you are now at a flat and even thirty. 
a 30. You are at a 30, yes. Sweet. Um, very, very cool, but you get to attack a lot from range. And right. you get to do more spells from wherever. It's true. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I am super stoked. I'm very glad we have finally gotten to this. Uh, chat, this brings us to our fifth and final chapter of the adventure. It will begin uh, next week, more than likely. And part five is of fate and flame. And uh, we will we will be there next Thursday. Let's do some shout outs and then I have uh, a, a little bit of an announcement and then uh, we will we will get going. We're gonna go back in the reverse order again. So simply, you're gonna be first Oy! this time. Where can Burp. the people find you at on the internets? When I'm not burping and can respond, um, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash simply underscore JXN or Twitter without the underscore. So just simply JXN. Uh, we're playing Hades. We're playing Rust IP. We're doing, uh, trying to finish The Last of Us if our anxiety can handle it. Uh, that's about it. Oh, we got a power supply for our camera so we can do art streams that are longer than an hour. So that's oh, where we're, yeah. that's what we're doing. We're that's stuff. big stuff. You got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. I'm just glad I don't have neighbors outside shooting fireworks anymore. So I can actually get sleep to get stuff done. True. Very big true. Thanks for playing tonight. I do I appreciate it. <sighs> Miss May. Oh, and I forgot to ask. Wait, simply. What was your favorite event from this evening? What was your favorite thing from the show? Um, uh, shoving a candle up the back of a big, crazy, uh, skeletal creature thing. Probably. Not bad. Yeah, it's look, not bad. Smeared look, some wax around. The reason why I did that was because the last couple of fights we've been poking at some bony creatures and uh, pokey stuff apparently doesn't do well with bony creatures. So I've had to improvise by like popping their heads off and stuff. So he was like, oh, improvise again, it'll be great. So at first I was like, find a reg, light it on fire, shoot with a fighter arrow, it'd be great. But that's gonna take like five actions to do that. I can literally see Dagonite dying. Let me just go back there and shove a candle on it. Hopefully it'll light it on fire. The dice did not have it today, boys. The dice did not have it today. That was it my was favorite. Good. It was good. It was a fun combat round. And so thank you for playing and I appreciate that simply. Thanks. Miss May, where can the people find you at? What's up? Yeah, you can find me on the internet. The Lady May at Twitter and Instagram and here playing Dagene for another chapter, hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> it was close, but it's fine. Yeah. What was your favorite thing? That Pez's plan actually worked and he came back and we caught him. That Yeah, that was actually <laughs> really nice. That like Pez coerced him to come back by lying effectively. That was that was very funny. I did enjoy that. Thank you very much for playing tonight. Welcome to level five and yes, and yes, the fifth chapter as well. Um me, Rob, you're next. Where do the people find you at, Rob? You can find me here sometimes. You can also find me at twitch.tv slash game night says game with two G's and nights with a K. And that's on Sundays playing Monster of the Week. Uh, at 4 p.m. Eastern. I had to think about that a lot. Um, <laughs> do it every week, Rob. You got to remember these things. And then uh, what I'm not... Either of those places, I'm on my channel at twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob, where it's just been like 
ocean-y games lately. It's just been summer games. I mean, it's like Raft with, with Runaway Robot here and mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. apparently SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Who knows? It's fun. It's like Super Mario SpongeBob 64 bottom. It's a good yes, time. I'm just biding exactly. my time until Origami King comes out. That uh, is Paper Mario next game. Friday, right? Yeah. 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 Big stuff. Big stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. What was your favorite thing from tonight? Not dying. Um, that is big. I, I love the mental image of Pez sending off a magical flare to Kevin. Just like in her head screaming like for Kevin, like, come help. Um, I think that might be my favorite moment. It's pretty good. I, I had hoped it worked. I did give it a chance okay. for it to work. Okay. I did give it a chance for it to work. And we may resolve next week with, with Kevin before we get out of here. We so. better. We better. Yes. Okay. Uh, Miss Malaveth, you are last and certainly not least today. Where can the people find you out on the internet? Hi, I'm Malaveth. I post a lot on Twitter. I put a bunch of art there. Instagram. Uh, I stream on Twitch, mostly art. I'm redoing my emotes. And also I'm drawing buff orc babes because I like doing that. And I think that's about it. She's drawing a bunch of stuff. What was your favorite thing from tonight? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the bamboozle. That was fun. The bamboozle. bamboozle. It was good. It was a very effective usage of of bamboozling. It's I will give you that. Work. Yeah, it was good. It was a good show tonight. Thank you guys for playing. I super duper appreciate it. Uh, a couple of things before we go. If you guys want to catch up on all this stuff here, you can head on to YouTube.com/slash/RunawayRobot. That's where all of the stuff from this is. I noticed that we had a, a lot of new people here in chat. So if you guys want to catch up on all of that, you can head on over there, or audio-only format over on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can do that, it's Diefall Dungeons & Dragons or any of the links there in the chat. That's the thing. Uh, if you wanna support the show monetarily, you don't have to, but you can, because you can get some cool art stuff. Uh, Malaveth has been commissioned for the second piece as well already, and it's gonna be a super neat scene that was voted on by the patrons, so I'm super stoked on that one as well. Um, you can go on over to patreon.com slash diefall and get an NPC name drawn or get your own NPC into the game if you would like to or other stuff that's kind of cool and fun because you can support new shows. That's right, I said new shows. Uh, featuring uh, things like Dark Matter, which will be starting in this August. We will have a show in the vastness of space! Dungeons and Dragons in Space, it's Dark Matter by Mage Hand Press. The good people at Mage Hand Press have elected to sponsor us for a show featuring their starter pack, which has its own adventure inside of it, which is called Conspiracy in Space. So we're gonna have an, a classic noir case in space in the Dark Matter universe. So that's kind of the deal, and it'll start in August, and we're going to see with that, and I'm going to do some casting in the very, very near future for that. So thanks for joining us tonight, guys. I super-duper appreciate it. We're going to go record a Patreon post show. Get post thoughts. It's neat. Okay, bye.